The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Four 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 nine nine one thousand. Going to be some show tonight, guys. Yes, it's the Kinks. Oh, uh, can I play you something? Uh, uh, loving, loving the audiobook. I listen to audiobooks. I don't get what the problem is. Well, it should be reading books. Well, I can't. I can't read a book. I, I thought I made this quite clear yesterday, and yet I'm still getting a backlash. I can't read a book. When I'm driving a car, well, I could, but th- it would be mayhem. I could probably do it, actually. I pro- Okay, I've done it. But I'm not doing it again for legal reasons. So, to, you judge me for listening. We've, we've had several calls from blind callers uh, recently. Um, would you judge them for listening to audiobooks? Yeah, but you're not blind. I know I'm not blind, but maybe I will be one day. You just don't know, so it's practice. You cannot, you cannot criticise me. Hi, I'm Ian Lee. Uh, for listening to audiobooks. Well, you can criticise me because we have free speech in this country. We've got free... This isn't um, Addis Ababa or Arania or um, uh, Islamistan. This is Great England. And God damn it, if I choose to listen, this is the last time I'm going to say this. I'm not, I'm not, this isn't even a thing. Right? This isn't even a thing anymore. This is the last time I'm going to say this. And I'm going to say it very firmly. Are you listening? Good. 
I will not take on board any criticism uh, uh, via the phones like last night, uh, via Twitter like uh, this morning as I woke up this morning, uh, or, or, or via my Facebook page or my any. I will not take on board any criticism that is thrown at me in an aggressive, foul, offensive way about me listening to audio books. Okay? So save the criticism because it has no impact on me. It doesn't upset me. doesn't get me angry. doesn't make me frustrated. doesn't mean anything to me. Yes, yes, I listen to audio books. Means I can do other things at the same time. I can drive. I can cook. I can sort myself out. What? I can do all of these things whilst listening to an audiobook. All of those things could be done whilst reading, but they would be very difficult. And in nearly in two out of three of those uh, scenarios, the book would get soggy. So. Oh, you little, oh, you little snobs, you little book snobs, or oh, your water stones and foils and library snobs. Stick your membership cards up, you jacksy. I will continue to listen to audiobooks until such a time as it is made illegal. Are you happy? Good, Catherine. I wouldn't stick a membership card up, you jacksy. You probably won't be able to read the chip anymore. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. So I've been listening to this audiobook, and that's the last time we're even going to talk about audiobooks. I don't want any phone calls on it. Okay, thank you. Um, uh, volume two of the George Martin biography. It's great. It is great. And I was, well, I was reminded of something driving in today that I'd heard of before and I'd never really checked out. Okay. It's about Hey Jude. What do you know about the song Hey Jude? Well, wasn't it written for Julian? Yeah. To sort of get him, because he was having a hard time because his mum and dad were splitting up. Yep. And, but obviously, Hey Jude is easier to rhyme things with than Julian. Yep. Um, what else do you know about Hey Jude? Paul McCartney did write it. Paul McCartney did write it. Uh, it goes on. Goes on and on. Can I play you a bit of Hey Jude? We're going to play a bit of Hey Jude over and over again. You really got to listen hard. Okay. You really got to listen hard to what you're going to hear now. At two minutes and 58 seconds into the song known as Hey Jude. You've heard this song a million times. Sold 2.5 million copies in the United Kingdom alone in 1968. I'm about to play you the unadulterated version. This is the single version of the song that went out and it is in the homes of many millions of people. The song has been played on many, many radio shows and many radio stations. Have a listen. You won't hear it the first time. You may not hear it the second time. I'm hoping by the third or fourth time you're going to hear it. Here we go. It's Hey Jude by the Beatles. Take a sad song and make it better. Here it comes, guys. Remember to let her under your skin. You there it was. Did you hear it? Yes. What did you hear? Let's listen again. What did you hear? Remember to let what did you hear there? FNL. Catherine got it on her second go. Did you hear it, Sam? Listen to this. Two minutes 58 into Hey Jude. Paul McCartney makes a wrong note on the piano and says effing hell. It's after the, oh, 
oh, so you hear the oh, then he goes, effing hell. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. Paul McCartney swearing. I'd heard legend of this and I never tracked it down. But in this audio book, it talks about it and about how the Beatles knew it was in there, but no one else noticed it, so they kept it in as their little secret. Teddy, what else? It sounds like whoever's doing... Well, it's him doing the backing gets the words wrong a bit as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now, you, now, you, now you've heard it, you'll never unhear it. Two minutes, 58. Let's get a bit of a run-up so you can point it out next time it's on the radio. After the O. There you go, you see. You cannot not hear that anymore. Isn't that incredible? It doesn't do that in concert. No. <laughs> I love stuff like that. There's loads of stuff like that in Beatles songs. We know in Girl, ah, oh, girl, girl. You know what they sing at the background vocals are? Tit, 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 tit. They're singing tit. There's a really, there's a really offensive one at the end of Baby, You're a Rich Man. Um, baby, you're a rich man. Baby, you're a rich man. Baby, you're a rich man too. Right at the end in the fade out, I can't even say what he says. Um, uh, uh, well, I can't. Okay, he. Okay, so baby, you're a rich man. Baby, you're a rich man. Baby, you're a rich man too. John Lennon changes the words in the fade out to baby. And it's about Brian Epstein. Uh, baby, you're a rich. Uh, the F word for gay. The first syllable. Jew. Wow. Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? It's incredible. Um, here's the thing I'm finding out about the Beatles, and I sort of knew this. Right. I saw this audio book. Audio book is a real revelation. I sort of knew this. Right. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. By the way, we'll start the show properly in a minute. I sort of knew this, but having listened to this this audio book, it, it it's it's more obvious than ever. The Beatles were a little bit rubbish. Right. They were they were quite good. They were quite good. They were quite good. No, no, no. Okay. The Beatles were good. Right. They weren't brilliant. They were good. Right. But the Beatles' records are brilliant. Most of them are brilliant because of George Martin. Because entirely of George Martin and the stuff. He, I was listening to um, um, mm, mm, mm. what's it called? What's the song called? Oh, oh yeah, right. So listen to this song. Now this is an incredible piece of music, but if you take out all of the orchestration, right? I haven't got it without the. Um, uh, I wonder if I've got the got it without the orchestration. No. If you take this right. Um, take out all of the orchestration, the, the strings and the brass, right? The poetry is quite clever and quite unique at the time, but it's actually quite a boring song, okay? Uh, in its finished product, it's a masterpiece, right? Um, and there's a trick at the end, actually, that was John Lennon's, that, that was a stroke of genius. But, but without any of the... It's the strings that make this song. Oh, 
So without the strings there, all you've got is dun 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 bum 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 bum. That's all you've got, and the strings were all George's idea. All Lennon would go, can you just put something on the top of that, please, to fill it out a bit? That's it. He didn't go, what I'd like is like a really slightly discordant kind of slidey. So I want the cello to sort of slide. He'd go, can you just fill it on top there and make it sound a bit funny? And they couldn't write music, no. so they couldn't show him what they And Martin made. would do it. Listen, listen. This is, I mean, without the strings, this song is not great. And as the tune is But the strings doing the woo wow that's what makes it George Martin George, this is why the Beatles stuff, this is why Let It Be, which was produced by Phil Spector, and the, the, the Beatles stuff, the, the solo stuff afterwards is nowhere near as good because it's not got George Martin on there. It's why the White Album's a little bit ropey, actually, because George Martin wasn't really producing it. Abbey Road is great because George Martin came in and said, I'll do it, but we've got to do it like we used to in the old days and make a proper album. Sorry, guys, you're not all into the Beatles. I'm going to play one more. I wonder if this... I want to play this. Hang on. Um, if you want me to stop, by the way, 0344 499 1000 is the uh, telephone number. Um, now, listen to this, right? Now, this wasn't George Martin, but this was. This was. This is the backing track of a Beatles song I don't really like. Not not a fan of. But you hear the backing track; it's stunning. Not done by George Martin. It's done by Mike Leander. Now, who was Mike Leander? I tell you who he was. He was Gary Glitter's partner in the seventies. He co-wrote. He was the brains behind Gary Glitter. He was the producer and the sound of Gary Glitter. Um, but he also did this. Listen to this. This is a, this is stunning. This is the backing for a Beatles song I've never really rated, right? Have a listen to this. The backing to this is incredible.
amazing. Isn't that amazing? I've never heard it like that. Never heard it like that. I don't think it's a great song. I think it's Eleanor Rigby light. I think it's him trying to do Yesterday and Eleanor Rigby again. And not quite as, as, as well. I'm not a fan of Sergeant Pepper. But the sound on that is amazing. That, 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 that score, first time the score had been done for a Beatles song that wasn't done by George Martin. And George Martin was pissed off, right? But he still conducted it. Um, but, but, but written by the guy that wrote Rock and Roll Parts 1 and 2 and Do You Want to Touch and I'm the Leader of the Gang, written by that guy. Isn't the, isn't the pop, of course, who's, who's, who's you know, was, was mired in shame when Gary Glitter was discovered to be one of the most horrific paedophiles this country's ever known and Mike Leander's, you know, kind of stock fell instantly all because of that dodge pot. But th- this is the thing, man. I'm really starting to come around. I love the Beatles albums. I was listening to the Magical Mystery Tour album today, which I've not heard for years, and it's great. It's great. Apart from Blue Jay Way, which is a stinker, um, and Flying, which is weird. But I love the Beatles albums. They're, they're great. They're great records. They're some of the best records in the world. But I think the Beatles were just good. I think they were just good. And it was George Martin that took them from good to being superb. Aren't there a lot of famous groups, Go on. actors, yep. uh, artists who have had fortunate kind of collaborations? Yeah, I think so. You know, Mick Fleetwood. Yeah, oh, Mick, F- Mick Fleetwood is the jammiest man in rock. You know, a, a, an average blue, well, no, good blues drummer, an average rock drummer who's just happened to hitch his wagon uh, uh, the, the, 10 years apart to two of the, the greatest guitarists ever, Peter Green and then uh, Lindsey Buckingham, you know, and, and, and that's it. He's, he's, he, he really should have had a brief moment in the sun and then should have just been off as a, as a labourer and playing in blues pubs, blues, blues bands at the weekend, but no, jammy get. And yet he's, you know, he's part of a, a legendary group. Let's, we can do that. People, lucky people in show business, dear listener, people with, with you know, have got a bit of talent, but nothing much, but have stretched that talent way beyond its meagre means. Uh, that and anything else you want to talk about tonight, uh, your music lesson is over, 0344 499 1000. I hope you are paying attention. There will be a test. The Late Night Alternative with that man, Ian Lee. There's no strangers here, just friends you haven't stalked on Facebook yet. Have never sent my picture to anyone who didn't request it. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Yes, hmm. Uh, since I confess to my uh, online indiscretions, uh, very rarely do tweets get me hard anymore. But Alistair has sent me two tweets that have got me uh, frothing out of an, an orifice. My next-door neighbour played violin on She's Leaving Home. Next tweet. A day in the life, too. Alistair, for God's sakes, man, go next door and wake her up! Go next door, uh, or, or, or him, uh, go and wake them up! Let's speak to them. This is incredible. We were watching... um, uh, It dawned on me that there is a colourised version of the All You Need Is Love performance. You'll have seen the black and white one millions of times. If not all of it, you'll have seen clips of it because it was part of this thing called Our World, I think it was, or This World. And it was the first ever live link-up via satellite around the world. And all the countries were doing it. Russia pulled out at the last minute. And it had an audience of 300 million. And the Beatles recording a new song was... The British contribution. They didn't. They weren't actually recording. All you need is love. The release version is significantly different. They were playing to a backing track and doing live vocals and I think live guitar as well. Um, but I've forgotten. There's a colourised version of it. So me and Kath watched the colourised version and it's wonderful. It's of its time, but it's beautiful to see. And then sat 
right at the front, in front of Paul and John, who are sat on stalls, guy with a full head of hair and a big toothy grin, I went, bloody hell, that's Mike McCartney. We know him. He sat there. I've got his phone number. I've got the phone... Yes, he's Paul McCartney's brother. But I've got the phone number of the guy sat at John and Paul's feet while they're performing All You Need Is Love in front of 300 million people. That's incredible. Well, I want to get him in just to talk about that. Just to talk about that. Alistair, go and get your violinist. Jason Cook Design is listening. Um, Ian, love you. Love your work. But... Come on, Catherine. Come on. Come on. Love you, love your work. But... However... Here we go. When I listen to you talk, all I can hear is the inside of your mouth and saliva chomping. It's like that noise when you wipe paint on a wall with a roller. Maybe my headphones are too good. Maybe you just need to drink something. Okay, well, fair enough, right? Love you, love your work. However, when I listen to you talk... All my job is, is talking. So you love me and you love my work, but the main aspect of my work, which is talking, all you can hear, all you can all you can hear is not the words, not the performance, not the intonation, not the gravitas, the emotion, the pathos, the comedy. It's the inside of my mouth and saliva chomping. I would question how much you love me and how much you love my work. I really would. Um, but thank you. Thank you so much. 03444991000 is the telephone number. Let's go to Fraser. Good evening, Fraser. Good evening, Ian. Can you hear um, my mouth chomping? Well, hang on, what was it? Let me get this. Let's get this. Because if he, maybe he's got, a, maybe he's got a valid point. Now we did used to interview someone a long time ago who had a very licky voice, and I did find it quite off-putting. My licky voice? No, someone else's. Do you remember? Who? Yeah, I know, but I know what a licky voice is. No, but do you remember we used to interview someone who would come in and... Who? Oh, Ollie Martins. Yeah, well, no, he did, he did. Some people do, but I don't have a licky voice. No, I don't think you do. Well, this guy, Jason Cook, does, please be quiet, Fraser. Jason Cook, please, oh, yeah. Fraser, please. I can hear the inside of your lungs going in and please, out. Please, Fraser. You, the, the Jason Cook Design is listening, and if he if he hates the inside of my mouth and saliva chomping, which apparently is all he can hear, he's going to hate your weird puffy breathing. Okay, sorry. Okay, but if anyone else Apologies. believes, please, if anybody else, it, all, if, if anybody else loves my, me and my work, but all you can hear is the inside of my mouth and saliva chomping, you know, like that noise when you wipe paint on a wall with a roller. Do give us a call, 0344 <laughs> Let's see, let's see if we can fix this. Fraser! <laughs> good evening, good evening, good evening, class. Good Hi, evening. Uh, I just about, like, I had two random Beatles stories to tell you. Just do it. It's Beatles Hour. As you know, every Thursday, the first hour of the show is Beatles Hour. But they weren't really as good as the, the stories that you'd come up with before. Okay. Ah. But I just wanted to say that um, when my mum was, like, 16, and I'm 43, she's about 69, 70 years old now. Are you, are you, about, to, are you about to tell us that Paul McCartney may be your father? <laughs> are you? It's just that... No, but she, you she know Fraser. To... <laughs> <laughs> I invented him. <laughs> she managed to see them in uh, Edinburgh when they came to Edinburgh. Yes, man. Uh, I mean, my mum's like she she's like she's a Christian. Oh. She's like really, really as straight as you can as you can imagine. Yeah, like she wouldn't do anything like like 
like outrageous kind of thing. Yeah. But at the time she told, told me this story when she lived in Edinburgh, uh, she camped out on the street to wait for tickets for the Beatles that came wow. overnight. Well, they were bigger than Jesus, we know that, so well, I can understand were. it, yeah. And, and in those days there was no internet and that, so if you wanted a ticket to see the Beatles, um, you had to, you had to like, queue, queue for it yeah. in Edinburgh. Yeah, of course. So, so she snuck out of her bedroom uh, and she waited all overnight, but her, her dad, my granddad, he was a policeman, so she was sitting on the street at four o'clock in the morning, <laughs> and uh, oh. with, with her friends. And her dad walks past with, well, he's a police, he's a bobby on the beat. Yeah. And and he sees her camping out. Oh my and god! He's like, yeah, and he's like, uh, did he arrest your mum? <laughs> well, he told her to get back home, and she refused. Good for her. So, yeah, yeah. So uh, she did end up getting the tickets. She saw the Beatles, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my my mum yeah. my mum saw the Beatles. Here's the thing, and it is cool, ma'am. Uh, and here's the thing, though. The yeah. Be- you know, the Beatles did a lot of concerts in Britain. In in you know, from like '61 to whenever they stopped '65. Um, yeah. And and a lot, lot of people saw them. My mum. I'm so envious of my mum, Fraser. My mum. So jealous of her. This is. So I mean, here we go. This is. Yeah. That was that. That was it. That's it. That's a recording live. My mum didn't see the Beatles. She tore the tops of their guitars oh. as they left the place. Oh, no. And she also um, was involved in the vandalism of a van, which they assumed was the Beatles van, oh. and they scribbled all over it in lipstick, a whole like, host of girls, yeah. and it probably wasn't oh, theirs. Oh, some builders. Yeah. Oh, God, <laughs> unlucky. <laughs> OK, so... We've got... Can I, just, can I just say... Can I just say... Yeah. Catherine, well, Catherine and Fraser, so Alistair's, Alistair's tweets are great, right? So the first tweet is, my next-door neighbour played violin on She's Leaving Home, a day in the life too. Now, Catherine, what would you interpret that to mean? It's from Alistair. My next-door neighbour played violin on She's Leaving Home, tweet number one. Tweet number two, a day in the life too. What would you interpret that to mean? I would interpret that to mean that they're a violinist. Yeah. And that they talk about it a lot. The next door neighbour, yeah. Yeah. What would you interpret that to mean, Fraser? Those two tweets. Mm, a fantasist. Yeah. Well, here we go. Alistair's yeah. third tweet. Ha! Should have said childhood home. Lovely bloke. Even let me play his very expensive violin. Sorry if I misled you. Not only did you mislead me, you 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 bullshined me. The first two tweets, and this is now this is now trolling, Alistair, and I will report you to the police for this. The first two tweets. My next-door neighbour played violin on She's Living Home. That says, very specifically, the next-door neighbour now. Third tweet, should have said childhood home. Sorry if I misled you. So, so what, the home you lived in 35 years ago. You, sir, uh, should delete your Twitter account. You, uh, you, you phone up and you apologise or you delete your Twitter account and you never contact me again. You're scum. I've got one of those. I've got an Alistair. Yeah. Um, Ball bag. He's a ball bag. bag. My Alistair lie is that um, my neighbour is a New Zealand all black. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know him anymore. I knew when he was two and he wasn't an all black then. Thank you very much. Alistair, you're scum. You're the reason um, that we're having porn laws introduced into this country to stop perverts (laughs) like you from defiling our once great nation. Uh, Fraser, I believe you had a second point you wanted to make. (laughs) One more uh, Beatles story, and you know it's just so insignificant. But I want to tell you, in there. yes, um, me and my beloved wife went to see the bootleg Beatles 
Um, I don't know if you've seen them. You know, you have, haven't you? Say that again, sorry, because I'm now have getting lots of... Sorry, I'm getting more tweets about my voice. Which is which is which is my my which is my living. Which is my, my voice steady on. My voice pay, pays my mortgage. Seen the the bootleg Beatles. The bootleg I have never Beatles. seen. I have never seen the bootleg Beatles. To oh, my no. shame. Oh, to my okay. shame. I've seen the counterfeit uh, stones know, and they were crap. They were, they were, <laughs> do you know, they were really really good. They're really really old. Um, they've been going for a while. So, yes. Yeah. Um, I'm not aware of them. Uh, John Lennon has obviously been a new addition because he was really like. All the rest of them were maybe forties, fifties. Sorry, hang on, Catherine. We know why. What? Because we watched the audition. No, that wasn't for the bootleg Beatles. All oh, right. Well, they were auditioning for a younger John, weren't they? Yes, but that was not the bootleg Beatles. There were many, many, many. Catherine really thought that she'd um, she could chip in. And I'm going to have to. Right. Right, well, it's still probably true. They've got a younger John. They auditioned him. No. We may not yeah. have seen it. Yeah. Not. Just call it an Alistair. We may not have seen it. If it's an Alistair. From now on, if, if a story has a, a, a smidgen of truth, uh, there's a slight connection to something, it's called doing an Alistair. Yeah. You're absolutely right. It has Catherine. to be well 10, 10% truth, 90% bullshine. <laughs> um, Fraser, I don't know if we got to the end of the story, but I'm, I'm losing the will to live. Thank you so much for your call. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Jerry. Hello. We've got a tweet. There's a tweet here that says music is boring. What? Wow, that's from a fun person. Music <laughs> is boring. This is the thing. Some people aren't into music. I mean, and I don't. When I say into, it, I don't mean like obsessive. Of course, I think being obsessive about music is primarily a middle-aged bloke thing. Um, and I'm not that. But but some people just just actively don't like. Music. What they just hear it as noise. Yes, I don't understand how someone could not like like what maybe five songs that they've ever Music heard. Music is the best therapy for people. Well, well I mean, it's physiotherapy, chemo. Uh, <laughs> man, man, people, people, brain injuries in this place have yeah. brought brought alive by music. Yes, he yeah. just don't know what it does. He works in memory. Yeah. memory. I'd, I would, I would, I would rather have medical advice. Yeah. What is it? Yeah. What is it? There's a brilliant Bernard Wright on joke that I, is it? Laughter is the best medicine. Yeah, unless you're asthmatic and then it's Ventolin. It's <laughs> a great joke, John Thompson, isn't it? Bernard Wright on. Um, Jerry, what can we do for you this evening? Just like say, will can I still attend Manchester? Sorry, what? You 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 still coming to Manchester? Yes, yeah, so the sun comes on. Bit, bit spaced out the other night when I was trying to say what was going on. What's this guy? What's this guy saying? Is this he said guy? He was a bit spaced out the other night when he found is this, us. Is this guy drunk? What's wrong with yeah. this guy? Is this guy been smoking weed? What the hell is wrong with this guy? Speak up, bro! I can't understand what you're saying, I man. I thought I'm quite clearly today. I can't understand what you're saying. I'm pretending to be an a-hole American presenter. What the hell is this? What's, this? what's wrong with this guy, man? What's your problem, man? Speak, speak. Put the drink down, man, and speak properly. Yeah, you're coming on the Sunday. I've got you. I've got you a couple of tickets. Your name's on the door. Thank you. You're welcome. Do you get a beef burger this time? No, yeah, you I'm do a... not. No, again. Okay. Anything I'll else? No, that's all. Just on Saturday. No worries, Thanks. man. We'll see. We'll see you on Sunday. I think it's the nineteenth of May, six o'clock show. Uh, in, in on the Sunday, we have we've broken even. On the Sunday show. I found the doors open. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I can't remember if the show starts at 6 or if the doors open at 6. So I would say get there for 10 to 6. 10 to 6. Get there for 10 to 6. I've got an escort to go with me, I think. Oh, well, that's going to be expensive. Yeah. Oh, you mean a carer? Well, I'll get one of them as well. Get, get, well, your carer, you, you and your carer, your names are on the door. 
Thanks very much. It's absolute pleasure, Gerrington. We shall see you then, and you'll get a big cheer as always. Um, yeah, the the Sunday, so Saturday night, Saturday the eighteenth of May, Manchester sold out. Gone. Sunday the nineteenth of May, we've now broken even. Any tickets we sell from now on. Pure profit. It's pure profit, baby. We're spending it on booze and tats. Pure profit, baby. Pure profit. You want tickets for that? IanLee.com slash event. We've got nine tickets left for Glasgow in June. IanLee.com slash event. And I think there are about four tickets left for Brighton a week Saturday. IanLee.com slash event. It's a late night lip service for lovers, loners, and lounge lizards. Yeah, well, where, where exactly is your accent from? The late night alternative with Ian Lee. Oh, I've forgotten your name already, excuse me. On Talk Radio. Well, this is who cuts the, sto- the papers, the stories out of the paper, leaving, uh, and then sticks them to sheets of paper for a. What a project. Oh, they're photo- coloured photocopies. Some thicko, some thicko presenter. Which thicko presenter needs the stories to be cut out of the newspapers, therefore making the newspapers in the office useless, and ha- then have them colour photocopied onto bits of paper? Why are we colour photocopied? What a waste of just... paper, what a waste of ink, what a waste of talent. I'm going to find out who it is, I'm going to slap him. Can I... Why are we photocopying them if you've ripped them out? Just leave them in the paper so that I can use the papers at the end of the day. Um, some good news, uh, guys. Um, Catherine has to call me president from now on because I passed my motorbike test. So go on then. Right. Do it. I'd have to call it you all the time. We got not all the time. Just when only when I had my helmet just on. Where, just when well, my helmet's on. Just when we're doing official motorcycle business, Catherine, oh, and, I, an official Catherine business. and I have a, a, a motorcycle club. You can buy T-shirts if you want if you go to my website. It's got a membership of two. Yes. Um, and we had a little fun, a little bit of fun, uh, th- th- saying whoever passed three stages. It's only the the the, the, the A one. Is it the A one? Uh-huh. Um, the mod mod one A one. I can't remember. Anyway, it's the small motorbike license where you can ride up to a one two five cc. Three stages. Uh, the theory. Your your first little bit mod around one. mod one around obstacle course. Mod two is when you go out on the road. Well, uh, I failed my first mod one. I failed it. Failed it. Mod two, mod two. I passed my so so passed the theory. Passed mod one. Failed my first mod two. Failed it. Second mod two was shortly after my car accident, and the guy stopped it after two minutes and said, "You got flat tire." And I booked. The th- I went home. I went home and I booked the third one in for today. And then last night I said, "Ah, do you know what? I can't be bothered. The stress. I'm not going to go." And I got up and I thought, "Ah, it's a nice day. I'm going to go." But this is it. When I fail it today, I ain't never doing it no more. Because I just and I don't even know if I want to ride a bike anymore. I don't want old twenty year old scooter. I don't even know if I want to ride it anymore. Um, and I got there. It was a nice guy called Mark, and uh, we went out and we did it. And I was doing really well. First ten minutes, I thought, oh, oh, I think I've got this because I don't care. And then I did a roundabout, and I was I was all over the place. I was in the wrong lane, and I just as I got got on the other side of the roundabout, I went. Shit, shit. Failed it there, balls. So I didn't really bother for the rest of it. I did, I did it to the best of my ability. But I wasn't really. I, I, I knew I'd failed, and we got back, and I told him I was very nervous before. And we got off the bike. He said, "Nerves a little bit better now, Ian." I said, "No, because I know where I ballsed up. I know exactly where I'm where I muffed up and where I failed." He went, "Okay, well, listen, you just take your helmet off and, and, and you know calm yourself down. I can see you're a bit nervous. I've got to do my paperwork, and then we'll chat about what happened and stuff like that." I was like, "Oh, sure, whatever." And we went in. We shut the door, and he said, "You've passed," and I 
I did what my boys do when they get good news. I put my hand into a fist and I pulled it down. You pulled the bus bell. Pulled the bus bell. And I went, no way. And he said, yeah, and I passed. And I'd, I'd made a couple of mistakes. Of course I made a couple of mistakes. I'm only human. I'm only human. Hey, I'm not perfect. I'm not, I'm not the messiah. I'm, a, I'm close. I'm, I'm very, very close to it. But I'm only human. I made a couple of mistakes. No one died. Um, and so I passed. And so that means that I am the president of Ian and Kath's motorbike club, Scooter Division. So whenever we're discussing official scooter motorbike business, which we are now, you have to refer to me as... Mr. President. A little bit louder. Mr. President. Nice and loud, please, for the boys and girls at home. Mr. President. Say it loud and look me in the eye. Mr. President. One more time. President. One more time. That was one more time. Mr. President. Miss President. Say it properly. Mr. President. Sam, could you do me a favour? I'm expecting subordination from this one. Could you clip that, please, and email it over to me immediately? I'm going to have it as my ringtone. Can you also clip this? You are an absolute... You might want to dump this. No. No, not going to dump it. Nothing for me to dump. It's not me that gets in trouble if something goes out. Prick. Okay. That was. I'm glad I didn't dump that because I got witnesses that you are um, sexually bullying me. Hashtag me poo. Um, but all joking aside, I did it and I was so nervous and I did that horrible thing that uh, I, I never liked doing. I, I don't. They used to do it all the time in the jungle, right? When they came back from a trial, um, they go, "Oh no, I didn't do it." Didn't. Yes, I did. Which meant that when I came back from a trial that I hadn't done, everyone thought it was a joke for ages. He's going. No, actually, I, honestly, I haven't done it. I failed, but I did. Uh, I did do that. I did kind of that thing. I phoned you up straight yeah. away and went. Ah, oh, well, I, I too, too too slow at one point, and I got this, and I indicated too late on the roundabout, but I passed. And I'm thrilled. I'm so thrilled. You know how nervous I was, and how I, I wasn't even going to tell you I did it, and you kind of tricked me into telling you what I was doing on Thursday. Yeah, asking you what you were doing. Yeah, and tricks. I knew. Well, I so knew. I knew that if I'd lied, you'd have known that I was lying because I can't get a lie past you. So. So I did it. So now you just need to do the the mod two. Are you gonna Are you gonna do it? How, yeah. What What are your thoughts on it? Because you had gone off it a little bit. I'd only gone off it, um, kind of because of what happened with the car accident. Yeah, yeah. yeah it yeah. made me very conscious. I yeah. wasn't even there, but I just you know having seen. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, I want to do it, especially because now, I mean, I think the weather's going to go cold again, but today was beautiful today scooter was, weather. Today was perfect for it. Today was perfect and for I it. And I feel a bit stupid at my age. 47. I'm not 47. I'm 41. I've, am I? Yeah, 41. Am I? Yeah. Are you? Yeah, 41. Okay. Damn it. Um, I feel a bit stupid riding around with an L plate on at my age. I know that no one else can tell. Mm. But I know. There's a real satisfaction that going home. And they're, they're stuck on very, very well, so they're still a bit stuck on there. But going well, home I don't and think they expect off. people to be riding no. those bikes and they're not but peeling off, peeling off the L-plate and just seeing how clean it was underneath. And there's a real... And the, the guy took my driving licence and he's going to send it off to the DVLA and it's going to get marked up. And it was... Uh, I mean, it's horrible and it's stressful and, uh, you know, it took me I'm three I'm less stressed attempts. about the idea of riding... Because I don't mind riding my bike and I'm quite brave on it. Um, I, Very brave. I am so brave. Brave little soldier. So brave. I've been mm. to London and back on my bike. Yeah, yeah. Um, on my own. Don't even care. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, this cones thing was what got me and I yeah. got very nervous about that and I suppose that's because it's like precision and the sort of driving that you never really need to do again but it's to show that you can do extremely sort of fine mm. 
a movement, but I think I'm all right with the um, mm. the, the hours ride. My thing that I've, that I've failed on the first time, and I, and I got a couple. You get you get. I think you get three, two or three. Um, you know, bad, you know, minor marks in different categories. And if you get three or four, it, or maybe five in that category, then it becomes a, a, a major mark, which means you fail. And I failed the first one on going too slow. And I got two marks against me today for going too slow. So part of me suspects that my speedo is off a, a bit. Was it slow or hesitant? Slow. He said I was doing sort of between 20 and 25 when it was 30 and there was traffic building up right um and the thing is when it was 30 and i said was it was it when it was 40 because there was a road there were two roads when i didn't know if it was 30 or 40 so i stayed at 30 i wasn't going to take a chance couldn't i couldn't i couldn't see a sign and i wasn't sure so i said was it when the road was 40 he said no it's when it was 30 and i know that on every road that was 30 i was going up to 30 couple of times according to my speedo i went to 32 and i had to slow myself down a little right bit. so my speedo must be i wonder off. whether it is yeah. it must be off because but anyway who cares i pass do what i want now i can give you a backy give you a backy, <laughs> have you got Sam? two pegs huh? have you got foot pegs yeah i got foot pegs you haven't in yours I've have got, you i've got one i need to get another i've got one two on. pegs uh, i'll give you a backy um, uh just just uh, make sure you don't sit on my helmet i'm not an acrobat um i'll give you a backy all right have you seen that video that's do, was doing the rounds on, uh, I don't know where it was actually, on Twitter, of that guy riding a big motorbike, but on, like really tipping it back and then scraping the floor? Have you seen that? What, with his fairing? Sorry? Is he hitting the floor with his fairing? His fingers? No. You know what a fairing is? No, no, I don't. You know where your battery is? Have you changed your battery yet? No, of course not. My bike is working fine. Did you not charge it over the winter? No, of course not. All right. Well, you have to go under, underneath your fairing. Okay. I'll show you. No, he's touching the, the... I'll show you the video in a bit. And also, have you seen the video of the Turkish guy be, um, holding on to a... a, a you know um, outside pubs, the big umbrellas that are on those, yes. those things? The guy flying. And it takes off, yeah. Fake. What? I reckon it's fake. Have you seen it? It's fake. Because they're weighted, aren't they? It's, it's fake. It's fake. Because he goes right, right up, and then just as he goes up, the, the, the film stops. Mm. It goes all Fake. Fake. He's been lifted up by a crane. Tell you what. Watch it again. Watch it. You watch it now, Sam. And then when you've watched it, you come on and tell you come on and tell the listeners, my listeners, Catherine's listeners, your opinion. Fake. Tell you what's not fake. The Pope not liking people going for his ring. Sorry. Yeah. Have you not seen that video? No. So the Pope's doing an audience with. Yeah. And uh, what, like um, an audience with Les Neil Dawson? Diamond, and yeah. Stuff. And they're all lining up to see. You him. went for Diamond. I went for Dawson. Both beginning with D. D. Isn't that amazing? Because um, divinity, I suppose. Anyway, so they're all lining up to um, see... Was the they, were they the dancers with that little kid with the curly hair? Good one. He's massive now. Have you seen him? He's probably ripped. Well, he's, yeah, because that was like 20 years ago. Uh, anyway, so the people... Are Hang kids- on, Sam, Sam's, Sam's about to give us his opinion on the Turkish guy being lifted up by a crane. Yeah, I'm watching it a second. Like, Yeah, now you say it, it's... There's too much out of shot that you can't see. Yeah, so, it's fake, isn't it? Yeah, it's I think fake. it is. Thanks, also, Sam. It's got to be. Also, why would they be filming that? Yeah. It's fake. And then the camera just stops. It's fake. Yeah, it's fake. Exactly. Yeah, and they just replay it three or four times in slow motion fake. just to try and drill it home. Thank yeah. you, Sam. People you are see? queuing up to see the Pope. Yeah. They all go and he uh, extends his hand. And then when they go to kiss his ring, he, he, he whips his hand away. He doesn't like it? No. Why? Germs, apparently. But do they know the joke about kissing someone's ring, don't they? They know, they know that we're all thinking bumhole. When you kiss the Pope's ring, we're all thinking the, bum, the bumhole. That's they don't think about bumhole, they're holy. Ring, people. it's like... Um, Oh, they're Catholics. For so many reasons, they're thinking about bumholes. 
either to stop having babies. Right, okay. Or choir boys. Oh. Come, I, I'm, not, I'm not even joking. I know. It's, it's rife. That's the thing. It's I know. rife. I know. Um, also, the um, not all of them. Hashtag I, not all Catholics. Has, uh, not all Catholics. I'm, I'm being ever so slightly flippant, but there is obviously an issue with both things going on in there. But not all Catholics. I would never. I'm, I, I, you know. Also, the Johnny Cash song "Burning Ring of Fire." Oh no! But June, everyone thinks June, that's about. Um, June wrote that. She wasn't thinking about bumholes. It's about um, uh, piles. No. Isn't it? No. But no, but that's what people think it is. It's because they're filth, filth beasts. Um, Dirty perverts. Could yeah. be, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Could be, could be. Oh, by the way. I'm David Babcock and I got my willy stuck in the hoover. Happy birthday, David. Aww. If anyone can think of any um, birthday songs that will be appropriate to play for a paranormal psychologist, ghost hunter, who has sex with household appliances, we can play that game. Oh three. Four 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 nine nine uh, one thousand. Lionel Richie stuck on you. Okay, there you go. You see, you've got one. Uh, I could probably think of some. Um, uh, I, yeah, I could probably think of some. Um, <laughs> Good. Oh, <laughs> if you want to do that, you can. Uh, I do. When we talk too much, we don't get phone calls. But if we don't talk, we get told we're um, we don't get paid. So. They're just listening to your mouth sloshing. We're, we're stuck between a, a rock and a hard place. So, 03444991000. We worked hard this first hour, goddammit. You work hard this second hour. You can give us a call about anything. We talked about the Beatles. Uh, we, I want to talk about... Um, uh, oh, we'll talk about Babcock's birthday. I want to talk about the shoes that are for sale in Selfridges. They're incredible. Uh, McCartney, uh, Nando's, and how to cure hay fever. Lots to talk about if you want to join in on those things or anything else. You know how this works. We're not going to throw out a question, a topic. We're not going to talk about Theresa May and all those backstabbers screwing up the country. Uh, give us a call. 0344. Four nine nine one thousand. You speak to Sam, he'll take your name and number and give you a call straight back. This is the Late Night Alternative, weeknights from 10 with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Here we go, banana buns! Oh, you can have one in the morning or have one in the night. Share some with your best friend. Bananas are so fine. B is for banana. Costa Rica to Savannah. Ecuador to Montana. From Latin America to your hometown. How sweet to your taste, a smile on your face. It's a great way to start your five a day. Snack for your backpack. 
Alternative Ian Lee and I'll get myself a headache there. Late, I genuinely did. Late night alternative Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle. Uh, weeknights, ten till one. Podcasts are plenty. iTunes, Acast, your usual uh, podcast provider. I'm not here next week. Catherine's here next week. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yeah. Um, if you want to give us a call tonight about anything you want, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Becky the Witch, stay there. We're gonna come to you in a second. First of all, here's a story that I think is important that everybody needs to know about. Woman 21, who claims she has sex with her boyfriend, 74, every day, heck, vows they will get intimate on a TV reality show to prove their love is real, despite their 53-year age gap. Um, A couple with an age gap of more than half a century who have sex every day have entered a reality TV show where they plan to continue their daily lovemaking on the programme. Stunning brulette Miliana Bogdanovich. I like the name Bogdanovich. Peter Bogdanovich was an actor, of course. What was he in? I've no idea. Like, he's like an, an actor from the old days that my mum would probably have fancied, I think. I want to say he was in that um, film about the boat. Dr Shivago. That's not about a boat. There's a boat in it. There isn't. There's a train. There's a... Excuse me, there's a boat in Dr. Shivago. It's the only bit I've seen of that film, and there's a boat in it. A big um, a big cruiser, a big steam cruiser huh. in Dr. Shivago. Never seen it. Oh, you never... Right. Never lived. No, I've seen the bit with the boat. There is a boat in Dr. Shivago where um, they... They go to Siberia, but they don't go on a mm, boat. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, there's a boat in it. So Do- Dr. Shivago. This couple... Do- Dr. Tri- Trivago. Oh... Their clothes were better in Dr. Trivago. <laughs> the Trivago girl is very, very beautiful, yeah. but she does Don't. look like she's been no. dipped in super glue and rolled through Matalan. Please, please. It's just, there's no sense. This there's is no sense be, to what she's got on. Well, this is going to be awkward at the wedding <laughs> when I meet her yeah. and make her fall in love with me. Through legitimate wooing, um, I may not be able to invite you to my... Uh, my... That's fine. I'll just send some next vouchers. Okay, thanks very much indeed. Um, we're going to have a great honeymoon. She gets a discount. So this couple, right, they, they do it every day. And they're yes, oh, it. yeah, sorry. And her fiancé, Miloko Bozic, 74, a grey-haired grandfather, live in the village of Pilatovici in western Serbia's municipality of Podzega. They have entered the reality show Paravi! Now it is time for comrades and comradesses to enjoy Paravi! Or in English, you will call it couples. Oh, couples. Well, that's interesting. In the Serbian capital city of Belgrade. Although they can't have sex in the missionary position because of the elderly man's heart problems. Yeah, that's all right. So they have it off every day. Well, he can't see her flapping boobies because it will give him a heart attack. 
Well, also, they claim to it doesn't en- get time to see anything. They claim to enjoy a very active, intimate life, steady, yeah, without resorting to the old Vagua. So they in- they're very intimate. She wipes his bum and feeds him. The couple who... I'm ignoring you, because you are... What be- do they do for the other 23 hours and 59 minutes? Childish. Um, and the couple who claim to have sex every day at home... Uh, uh, I mean, define You've sex. missed a joke there. You've missed a joke there. And the couple who claim to have sex every day at home... You then say, the home. Oh, right, yeah. Say they will carry on during their time on the show as they are desperate to start a family. Mil- Miliana said, the men, I'm from Russia. You are a comrade. She's from Serbia. The men, on couples are mostly, the men on couples are mostly young. They don't have grey hair or wear glasses, so they don't have chance with me. Of course we will have sex. Why wouldn't we? I would love to get pregnant and give birth to baby. Hopefully. If not on couples, then after we leave show. We are they pl- going to be on it for nine months? Does she not know how it works? We plan to cuddle and love each other there as if we were at home. I really want to prove to people that this is the real thing between Milojo and me and not a marketing trick like everyone says. Um, the couple have also been revealing some of their bedroom secrets which have to take into account the fact that Miloko underwent heart surgery in December. Ah, so a hoist and a defibrillator. <laughs> Miliana said, this is the lady. I love sex positions where the man dominates. I get excited when Miloko spanks me on the bum. She also revealed how she likes to seduce him, saying, It's enough. By the way, she's hot, right? Yeah. It's enough for me to take shower and go out naked from bathroom. He should load immediately. No, stop it. She doesn't say that. I do not need to touch. Sometimes he'll remove sock. Miloko revealed his young fiancé is also easily aroused, saying, It's enough to put hand on... Oh, no, that's the man saying it. It's enough to put my hand on her stomach, and she wants sex. But the pensioner added, They had to bear in mind doctor's orders when they have sex. Here we go, doctor's orders. Get them off, love. (laughs) Um, Miloko added, that's the man. Miliana loves me to spank her bum. When it comes to positions, our favourite is from behind. I would love to do it from front, but cannot. Because of heart surgery, I cannot do missionary. Sure. Okay. Yeah, whatever you say. But if he had... I, ha- ca- I can't. The doctor said. But he added, I have just have to lie here. Could you not put something in... I, 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 heart surgery. I've just got to lie here. Could you ride me a little bit harder, please? But he added, if needed for her, I would drink Viagra and go happy to paradise. Drink it? They're making teas now? Teas, teas. The couple of stunned neighbours with their unusual relationship. Miloko, that's the man, has three children, aged 40, 35 and 30, from his first marriage, and two grandchildren, aged 13 and 11. The couple plan to marry in a registry office on the 7th of September. Boring, 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 because they're not doing that sex anymore. Gosh. I've got a similar story, but it's a woman. Are you interested? Yeah, go on. It's uh, entitled... Michael, Becky will come... Which is a bit, I promise. This is from the Sun. Mind the gap, which I think is a bit rude. Mm. Would you date this eighty-two-year-old? Oh, they mean age gap. Would you date this eighty-two-year-old Tinder gran who has sex three times a week and is bombarded with offers from men under thirty-five? Um, yes. You haven't seen her. Don't matter, does it? If you have a mate who likes older women, then we've found the glamorous grand of his dreams. Hattie Retroage, I'm guessing not her real name, mm. goes on is 82, goes on three Tinder dates a week with toy boy lovers, decades her junior, and claims, and I'm quoting this directly, 
I've never met a man Do who... the voice. I've never met a man who doesn't want to F me. She actually said that. <laughs> she told She told female men her age weren't able to please her in bed because they're not adept at giving women orgasms. <laughs> oh, and the New Yorker. They're not adept at giving women orgasms. The New Yorker, who's been single for 35 years, normally dates blokes in their 50s and says sex isn't always a guarantee. Hattie said, we go out for a drink and if the chemistry is right, we go to my apartment. And if not, then we just leave each other. She once put an ad in the paper saying she wanted to sleep with men under 35 and was instantly bombarded with requests. The self-confessed cougar and mum of two, who has three grandkids, is a former dancer and now works as a life coach and writer. Hattie split from her ex-husband in 1984, then in her 50s, because she felt he hadn't worked hard enough to get her kids into college. <laughs> he hadn't worked hard enough to get her kids into college. And she's got some blunt advice for women following the menopause. She said, The sex tip I'm giving people is to masturbate for God's oh, sake. God. You must keep the engine going whether you feel like it or not. Keep it alive. Hattie also loves porn and recommends yeah. congratulating your partner when he's aroused. Well done, well done. <laughs> as well as swimming and fitness classes to keep fit. She says her daughter, Rana, 53, is amazingly supportive, but her son, Josh, 57, and his wife, hate it when I talk about sex. Earlier this week, we revealed Gambia has become a sex paradise for British grands that oh, makes Magaluf yes. look tame. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Flipping, eh? That's the place, is it? Yeah. So, yeah, there I you go. It. Hattie. And there's a little picture of Hattie. She looks a bit like Blanche from the Golden Girls. <laughs> How many boobs has she got? I can see four. Well, I mean, some people are into that. I can't work that out. She's wearing a swimming costume and tights. Classy. Uh, there we go. Right, enough of that. Uh, oh, God, OK. She's, there's a picture of her dressing a man who looks like a thumb. All right, we'll, we'll have a little break. We'll come back, we'll speak to Michael, we'll speak to Becky the Witch. We could be speaking to you, dear listener, 0344 This is Talk Radio. Set free your mind. Let your fancy take flight. Conversation gets curiouser by the glow of moonlight. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Kathy, you're right. What's wrong? Just, um, what's just wrong? caught wind of you. Okay, well that's 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 uh, okay. Well that's fake news. It's fake it's news. It's not fake. It's old news, unfortunately. Okay, right, okay. all right. All explain right. the okay, okay. Fetid. Calm down. Calm down, calm down. Let's go to Michael. Good evening, Michael. Good evening, Ian. What can we do for you on this most holiest of Thursdays? Well, of this most holiest of Thursdays, I have one question and then a little game, if you're willing to play. Oh, mate, we're in. This is what we live for, yes. Have you played Lego Pirates? Uh, no. What is it? Uh, off of the Lego games. I know, I know. The, off, of, off of the Lego games. That's such a great phrase. <laughs> what do you mean, like the video games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've not seen Lego Pirates. No, my boys love all that stuff, but no. I've not played a Lego game before, but it's 
really good. I like the well. I like the Lego games. My, my, I like watching my boys play them. Although they, they're starting to get a bit bored of them. Two we were playing today on the PS2, SpongeBob SquarePants. I bought twenty-five PS2 games for twenty quid, yeah. or was it twenty games for twenty-five quid? Either way, and there's loads of stuff. SpongeBob SquarePants we were playing today. Oh, it was great. But no, I've not. Pl- I've not played Lego Pirates. I've played all the Lego Star Wars and Lego Indiana Jones and all of that stuff, but not Lego Pirates. Well, I've been playing with my stepson, and it's absolutely brilliant. Uh, next, would you, uh, the quick game, if yeah. you would like to play. Is it Lego Pirates? I'm in. No, no well, well oh. we could do that. Uh, although, uh, I'm having a bit of a celebrity party at the moment. Yes. Uh, although there's no music because my missus has a laptop and I couldn't put any background on. Okay. Uh, so I'll, I'll bring a celebrity up to the uh, to the phone and you have to guess who the celebrity is. Okay, hang on a second. Well, let's hang on a minute. Let's get some um, let's get some party music. Let's get some party music. We need. Some, yeah, yeah. Hang on a minute. Let's get some party music. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Stay, everyone, stay. Everyone, calm down. I'm crying out loud. Um, oh, here we go. Here we go. Let's get. Um, here we go. Right. Mrs. Mills, go on. Okay. So I'll hand the phone over now to one of my celebrity guests. You have to guess who it is. Beautiful. Okay, here we go. I'll just hand the phone over now. Thank you, man. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Michael's handing the phone over. Oh, yes. Sean Connery. Oh, my God. I used to be in the movies. Yes, it's me, Sean. I'll just hand the phone back to Michael. Hang, oh, hang, on. hang on, Sean, Sean Connery. Sean Connery. I'm Sean Connery. Sean Connery. What yeah, are you okay, doing? Sean. Oh, Sean gonna, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Can't, that's, that's, you've, got a, you've got a fake Sean there. Well, that, was, uh, that was quick. You've okay, got a right, fake Sean on, there. Uh, hang on, you ready? Next one. You can't hear up. Hang on, wait a sec. It's too busy. Just hand the phone over. You ready? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I need to buy a tournament door for my child. It sounds like Emo Phillips. Yeah, but I think he, I think it's supposed to be Arnold Schwarzenegger, is it? I'm the governor. <laughs> governor ticket. Yeah, Arnold. Okay. Yeah. Is this a, yeah, is this a recording? Okay. No, no. No. Right, I've got, I've got another. This one's really difficult. Okay. Okay. Okay, you ready? Okay. Come here. I'm in car. <laughs> Who is that? Was no it, idea. Is it Justin Lee Collins? <laughs> no. Well, okay, I've got one. Uh, go on, let's go. Uh, I'll have a bag of chips <laughs> and a can of Tizer, please. Oh, hang on. Yeah. I'm Roger Moore. <laughs> I've got one. I've go got on, one. Go on. What the hell is going on? I was told I was coming to like a palace with all the finest celebrities. Sanjeev Bhaskar. No. And all I got is you guys I never heard of you. Yeah, Jackie. Is that? Yeah, Jackie. Okay, so someone with a a penis in their mouth. Kind of. Again, I go back to Sanjeev Bhaskar. I had a lot of work done to make me Ah, look so so beautiful. So someone who's into property. Building. Friends in the mafia that are with me right now. I'll just hand the phone over. Okay. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Come, come in. Hello, Joey. There's a problem here. We gotta tell the boss. Catherine's not doing a very good impression of you. Says this guy. Says this guy. I'll come kick your ass. I'll get one of my boys to come over there. They're gonna kick your lily white ass in the next week. No, the boss is not going to be very happy with this. Your boss. I wipe my ass on your boss. Back, please. Yeah, yeah, thank you. He gets a bit feisty. 
Okay, Matthew and Michael, thank you for your call. Some kind of mama duke. <laughs> what just happened? What just happened? I don't know. Very famous mother, if anyone was, was trying to play along at home. It was Jackie Stallone. Well, obviously, it was Jackie Stallone. Whoa, a very I'm famous really woman. Ben, don't right. let me read your ass. <laughs> Okay, all right, all right. And just, just put that spotlight back on me. Thank you. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> let's go. Let's go to Becky. The, I like this music, yeah, by the Becky. way. Yeah, <laughs> Becky. <laughs> by the way, Monday's show is being hosted by Jackie Stallone, so it that's going to be... Sure is. Get your ass tested now. Let's go to Becky the Witch. Good evening, Becky. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Becky. Hi. Sorry you've joined Hi. us. Um, just, just as the LSD is starting to kick in. <laughs> She spoke just 20 minutes ago sure when we, we hadn't come up yet, but now my eyes really are bobbling. Are you sure it's LSD or something I might have slipped into your drink earlier? Oh! brew. <laughs> She's put a spell on us. Um, how are you, Becky? I'm fine, thank you. Good. What you got for us tonight? I was just going to ask you, really, how... The spell works for it, you. It worked. We 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 cast a yeah. spell. Um, was it last week? Or was it this week? I get confused by time. It was last Wednesday. Last the Wednesday. Hot, hot love spell. We cast a spell to to create love. To create love, not like uh, filthy love. No, you know, not not, na- not, not Yeah, not bum love. You, it was just. <laughs> <laughs> Stop raising your nasties. It was just um, to create to create a feeling of love around the thing. We had um, at least three people tweeting us saying it had worked for them. We didn't have anyone yeah. tweeting us saying it hadn't worked. No. And we had about three yeah. or four people tweeting saying it worked. And I have had pretty good week since then. That's I've passed. I've, I've got a year clean. I've passed my motorbike mm-hmm. driving test uh, in 36 yeah. minutes. It's my cat's 20th birthday. Um, <laughs> I'm having things. Things seem to, the spell. Seems to have worked. Yes, I've had a good week myself. Yeah, go on. On the whole, I've had a good week. I've had a, had a few, had a few downs, but can't blame that um, on me. That's think, not. That's nothing to do with no, my no, spell. No, no. Could, would have been no, worse no, without no, the spell. No, no. Would have been worse. Not, not blaming anything on the spell. All, all I'm saying is that yes, it it's worked, and uh, noticed as well the uh, tweets that people have sent. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. This, now, here, okay, here's the thing. How do I make money out of my, my obvious skill? <laughs> oh, you make money? Oh. Um, I've got the gift. Spells... I've got the gift. I want to monetize it now. Mm. Well, you know about karma, don't you? Um, yeah, you've got. that's when you meditate and you get karma, yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling, ca- I'm feeling calm. calmer than I was um, a while ago. <laughs> Yeah, I know karma. Of course I know karma. I'm a, I'm a bright guy. It's very a bright. spiritual man. Very, very bright guy. So I'm karma now, so I'd like the money. No, I mean, what you bring into the spell, um, what you want from the spell, you need to take out of the spell to, oh, like, like, get what you want. So. Okay, so... If you want a money spell, yeah. that's all... It's different. That's a different... Well and good, but something... Bad could happen to help. Could something balance that out? And well, get exactly. Money. Could the bad? Would the bad thing have mm. to happen to me, or could could I? Could the bad thing happen to someone else, like Catherine? 
it could happen to someone else. Okay, yeah, that's great. I'm up for that. I'd be fine, but I would but get might money. Not be Catherine, though. But I would get money. But what about if it happens to someone that you like? Yeah, in your family or whatever, mm, you know. I'm trying to think. These are the It'll things be that right. you need to take into consideration, Ian. I'm prepared to. I'm prepared to do that deal. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, wow. Okay. I want money. I want a lot of money. Yeah. Um, and if Catherine gets a cold, <laughs> or a, you know a bad haircut, I, then that. I mean, that's what we're talking about, right? I don't actually dabble with money spells and stuff like that. So no, that that's not the sort of thing that I do. Okay. I deal with. That's a shame. That's a shame. Sorry. That's a shame. That's a shame, Becky. We'll get it You'll have to tweet out for another witch for that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I said to tweet out for an evil witch. Um, we've had a nice witch, and she e- was it's great. Not evil doing, it's not evil doing money spell. It's, it's just... Greedy. A greedy witch. No, it's not No, it's not necessarily greedy. It's just... Grasping. <laughs> grasping. Yeah. Grasping. Yeah, Catherine's right there. Yeah. It can be very grasping and also... As I say as well, it can ha- it can cause problems. Yeah. Okay. I mean, do you really want what you think mm. you want? Yeah, I want, well, want when some you money. get it, you might not want it. Then... I want some money. Uh... I want money. That's what I want. I want a lot of money, and I want it now. Well, it's <laughs> never enough. Never enough. All right. Well, Becky, I won't do a money spell then. Not not in public. Okay. I will keep that private. But let's just say <laughs> when I come back smoking, I really want to smoke a cigar. Don't. And that's you see what I'm dealing with, Becky. Yeah, I just so, want to someone sm- who understands addiction. No, I don't because you don't dabble. I just want to smoke. You'll start with a cigar, then you'd be lighting a flipping didgeridoo. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine a didgeridoo packed with backy. Exactly, exactly. It all starts with a cigar. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay. No, so no. no, I I understand addiction myself. Yeah. I uh, yeah. I uh, did some drugs in my uh, early tw- early twenties, late teens. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They say some drugs aren't cool, but cigar isn't a drug. It's, it's a, cigar isn't a drug. Mm. It is a bit, yeah. It's a drug for pussies, right? I did much harder <laughs> stuff than, than cigars. Right. So I can do cigars standing mm. on my head. Okay, let's flash forward 10 you days. You should have seen what I was <laughs> shoveling into me. Um, all right, Becky. Hey, listen, thank you so much. I'm, I'm only joking about the money spell, of course. Of course, of course, of course. Yeah, of course. I know. I understand. He's not. Uh, He's but not I am going to be sacrificing a goat well. tonight at midnight. Uh, I am. Oh, cool. <laughs> Becky, thanks so much. See if, for... see if you can cast any demons as well and uh, let me know. Oh, God, she's outrageous. I will do, Becky. Thanks for your call. <laughs> Take care. Bye bye. There you go. It's Becky. That's Becky is our witch. She's our witch. She's a good witch, and that's our witch. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. Stimulating nightly emissions guaranteed to open your eyes and your mind. Oh my word! The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. This is nice. Uh, quiet on the phones tonight. That's your problem. Deal with it. I'm fine. The roll at David Babcock's party. Exactly. A Tesco delivery man. Okay, let's see if we can hear this. Hang on, let's see if we can hear this. Hang on a minute. So this is a Tesco delivery man. Oh, I've got to go through the bloody adverts. Oh, jeez. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Get out of, get out of town. You're nothing, you're nothing to do with us, you pieces of trash. So this is a video of a Tesco delivery man, but I'm confused as to why he was being filmed. 
But mm. let's let's uh, let's see. Let's see. He says apparently he says something funny at the end, yeah. but I'm confused again. I'm thinking, is it a ring? Is he on a ring? Is that why? Is he on a ring? You is know, he is on a one ring? Of them, one of them doorbells that films you. Is it I don't that? know. Let's have a. Let's have a go. Here we go. Here we go. Let's have a. There we go. There we go. There we go. Simon, there's some Tesco's. I'm just running early. Um, I can be with you in about five minutes. Uh, hopefully you're there. All right, love you. Love you. <laughs> 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 oh, that's good. Here we go, Simon. Here we go. Simon, there's some Tesco's. I'm just running early. Um, I can be with you in about five minutes. Uh, hopefully you're there. All right, love you. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Oh, that's lovely. That's kind of adorable that yeah. it comes so easy to him. He obviously yeah. says it a lot. Yeah, I hope he gets fired for oh, sexual, sexual harassment. harassment. <laughs> for what, sorry? Harassment. Harassment. No, it's not harassment. It is. It reminds me of embarrassment. I don't want to embarrass you, but you are embarrassing Har- yourself. Okay, well, so I'm going to... Say again. It's harassment. Okay, so I'm going to harass you. Harass. I'm going to harass you. Yeah, like embarrass. No, I'm not going to ha- harass. No. Wow. You're American. Wow. Mm-hmm. Don't make me do it. How? Don't make me do it. You've never won any of these pronounced... I know this one. ...harassment. Oh. So what What are you saying? Harassment. Okay. Um, get the English pronunciation yeah, because it. the Americans got do it. it wrong. Got it. Got it. Here we go. Harassment. No, wrong. Kiss. Mate. It's wrong. Mate. Oh, I'm oh, I'm so sorry. This is published by Collins Dictionary. They're wrong. They're, wrong. They're not wrong. They are wrong. How to pronounce harassment in English? British English. No. Harassment. No, it's not harassment. Oh, buddy. Ooh. It's incorrect. Go on, listen. Go on. I'll put my feet up. Yes, you tell me why. It's why harassment. Collins... You tell me why Collins Dictionary... um, I don't know why they're pandering to um, morons, but that's incorrect. So it's harassment and it's controversy. It's not controversy. So you're welcome, guys. Well, you know what we do in these situations. We take ten calls. Doesn't matter what they say. They might be wrong. Listen to Nigel Farage here. He's being shown that Brexit is a dinner and he's still going, it's the best thing. This guy. The thing is, I love English. I'm a proud patriot. So I speak English properly. Okay, and I, I, know, and I know she. I know she is because I've seen her tattoos <laughs> of Margaret Thatcher and the Queen on her tits. Um, you've the, not seen my tits. I've seen the tattoos, which you've shown proudly. You've proudly displayed them: the nipples and noses. <laughs> God, can you imagine? Yes, I can. Well, stop it. Uh, we'll take pervert. calls straight to air. First ten calls. Is it harassment? It's harassment, mate. Or as she says, what do you say, Sally? Harassment. Harass. Harassment. Um, 0344 499 1000 we'll get If some... any of you come on and say the correct pronunciation you'll be immediately disqualified Okay, we're going to get some issues now 0344 499 1000 Call straight to air, harassment or har- harassment Away you go, give us a call Please don't swear when you go straight to air because the delay is broken Wait for the callers, Catherine, please. Wait for the callers. They're going to come in thick. 0344-499-1000. Straight to air. Harassment or harassment. They dent. They're thinking, well, we won't call in 
because because there'll be so many calling in to um, support Ian that it, it, please pick up the phones, guys. Line one, harassment or harassment? Harassment. Harassment? No, it's not what she's saying. Please be quiet. I'm trying no. it. It's a bad oh. line. Harassment? No. Harassment. I'll get, okay, this one, this one for Catherine. Let's go to line two. Line two, harassment or harassment? Harassment. 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 Right, that's because he's just added like three syllables there. Line one. How do you pronounce that word, please? Harassment. Thank you. Incorrect. You embarrassed yourself. You just embarrassed yourself. Line two, please. How do you pronounce it? Harassment. Thank you Wrong. very much indeed. Thank you. Thank you. Take names, please, because I need to send the uh, English police round. English police, you're so racist. You're, t- you're telling me that the black police officers aren't English? What? Is that what you're I saying? I never said that. Outrageous. Oh, you're weird. Line one. How do you pronounce that word, please? Harassment. Thank you very much you're indeed. You'll be gone come Brexit. There we go. Let's get another... Uh... Well, all this is proving is there are a lot of puddings that listen to no, this show. No, let's go. It's, it's three, one to me. Let's go to line two. Three? Line two. Harassment or harassment, please? Harassment is American English. No, it's incorrect. Incorrect, Ray, thank you, which thank is why you. I blocked you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ray. Thank you, Ray. Let's go to... He's he's actually correct. He's incorrect. I'm looking at the British Library saying that there's Mate, been a phonological change. A phonological change? Mm-hmm. Line uh, one. Harassment or harassment, please? Minge bag. OK, that's... I told you the delay wasn't working. I know what your working. name is. I told you the delay wasn't working, and I asked for, specifically for no bad language because we d- can't dump it. So that is out of order. Thank you. One of your fans, Catherine. Line two, harassment or harassment, please? Harassment. Thank you very Incorrect. much indeed. OK, OK. I mean, it makes me want to weep. There we go. Let's go to line, line one. Harassment or harassment, please? Harassment, obviously. Well, you say obviously. You're okay. obviously a dick. Six one to the guys got it right, and Boyley's gonna cry again tonight. Line two, how do you pronounce the word? Line two. Thank you very much indeed. That was actually quite harassing. Oh, they're still there. I thought I cut them off. Go away. Go away. Go away, weirdos. Line three, how do you pronounce it? Harassment. Correct. Well done. And can I just say, Pete Broderick has sent a... a (laughs) Pete Broderick has sent a a tweet. I've just spotted another one, Pete. We we managed to get the dump working for that. Come on, come on, Pete. Come on, Pete. That's that's a little bit below the belt. Let's go to line one. Harassment or harassment? I'm afraid it's just a no from me, but... Love you. Thank you very much indeed. Not sure what that means, but... It means she needs a court order against you. Okay, line two, harassment or harassment? Harassment. Correct. Well done. Okay, that's fine. We might stop in a minute. Let's go. (laughs) Oh, I wonder why. Because people, the people that have been reading books have just put them down. No, Sorry? Sorry? Harassment. Thank you very much indeed. That's... Look, it's... It's eight... Three. 
Um, so we probably will stop it there. We'll take one more. Last one. How do you pronounce the word? Her ass is meant. Okay, right. That's, You're damn straight it is. That, that is, okay, that's offensive. <laughs> Last one. How do you pronounce the word, please? Harassment. Thank no. you very much indeed. So that's five, six, Thank seven. Thank you. No, he's still there. You can go away now. Um, go away. Put the phone down. Go away and read a book. Shut up. He was good. I like that. So that was five, six, seven, eight, nine to three, Catherine. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, the educated in the minority these days. Okay. Well, that's um, that's embarrassing, and I feel bad that I embarrass. You work. mean em- embarrassing? Embarrassing. It doesn't. It doesn't work. That it doesn't it be, really work, does it? That it would be embarrassing. Well, it's not it's supposed to rhyme with embarrass. So well, embarrassing. It's, it's well, embarrassing it's for you. You're missing out the a. It's not emba- It's not embarrassing for anybody. Embarrassing for you're you. You're embarrassing yourself. Let's go play the ads, please. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Peter Broderick tweeted, this radio station is full of winkers. Um, and I'm so tempted. It's at Talk Radio. This radio station is full. I'm so tempted to retweet it to Matthew Wright. Say, so Matthew, I think this one's for you. <laughs> so t- I came so close to doing, it, to doing it during the break. But I'm better than that. I'm better than that. Yeah. I'm better than that. I mean, this is growth. It not it just? I mean, in, when you get to the next level, you might not mention that you even thought about doing that. Oh yeah, exactly. Well, that's 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 the 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 next uh, that's the next thing, and I, and I hope that that goes well. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call, Catherine. What uh, have you brought to the dining table tonight? Well, I mean, do you want do you want a dining room table story? Yeah, I've got go on, one of I would those. Actually, yeah, Britain's biggest mixed grill, nine thousand calorie gut busting plate with twenty chicken. Now. You're supposed to eat, a man is supposed to eat, is it 2,000 or 2,500 calories a day? I think it's 2,500 if you want to maintain weight, 2,000 if you want to lose weight, I think. I think. And this is 9,000. Yeah. I mean, now mixed grill, I, I've not had a mixed grill. That means lots of different meats, doesn't it? That's that's primarily, I can't even see what it is. It's very brown. It's called the killer. It includes 20 chickens, half a lamb, three what? fish, 30 chicken wings, so it's all meat, yeah. 16 pieces of chicken breast, 16 chicken niblets, 24 niblets. fish pakoras, and six lamb kebabs. Uh, well, that's just, that's that's stupid. Even man versus food couldn't do that. You also get a mountain of chips, two butter-soaked naan breads, and even some a bit of salad. But, I mean, when they say salad, half a cucumber. No, that's just showing off. That's just silly. That's too much. I mean, that's too much. I like those things where it's... Uh, you know the 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 biggest fry up that you could that you can ever imagine. And I, I like those; those are fun. But that's just stupid. Yeah, that's that's a, a restaurant's daily output. This is uh, the mammoth meal is accompanied by a mountain of chips, two butter soaked naan breads, and even some salad. I mean, I wouldn't. That's negligible. That amount of salad. The gut buster meal costs fifty quid, but Jack's Bar and Cafe in Wolverhampton will waive the bill if you can finish it off. You clear your plate. I'll finish you off. Unsurprisingly, only one couple out of 50 challengers has so far succeeded to consume the colossal meal in its entirety. Co-owner Jimmy Diol said... Jimmy Wolverhampton. 
It's got to be the UK's biggest mixed grill. It takes only about 20 minutes to make with roughly about six skewers of meat going oh, into the clay so he, oven. He, he judges food by the amount of time it takes to make it. I see. The fish is cooked separately with the pakora batter. has to be deep fried. In order for someone to complete the challenge, they have to eat absolutely everything, including the naan bread. Due to the low number of success stories, Jack's has now opened the doors for couples to complete the challenge together. More than 130,000 food food challenge fans have even tuned to watch Facebook Live videos of people taking on the killer grill. Flipping heck. Jimmy added, it seems too big for one person alone. You don't say. It's like a big shop. It's like if you went to... Do your big shop and then cooked it all up and then expected to get it all down. That's not a a fun challenge. That's... uh, that's the sort of thing. You eat that. Yeah, you're dead. You're out for three days. Yeah. You're out for three Your days. Your toilet really does need to be very highly functional and, and mean, because you're going to break that. Yeah. Yeah. You might even be like one of those pythons. You know when you see those videos of pythons eating an antelope and then they have to lie under a tree for about four days in case they split? That would be you. Can I say something that some people will think is childish, but it's actually it's a conversation that very few people have yet, something we've all thought. Oh, God, what? The first time... You poo in a foreign country ever mm-hmm. in your life. Mm-hmm. And it looked funny. I'm not following. Well, the first time you do a poo ever, in, their toilets are different. Right? Oh, right. Sometimes they're a bit shallower, aren't they? A bit they? shallower, or the water's a bit higher, or the, the, the bowl is slightly lower. Particularly America. First time you ever do a poo in America. Because sometimes it takes a few days for it to happen. Do you not? Do you not? It's, it, they have like a little shelf in American toilets yeah. that it rests on. And do you not... Have you ever called a friend in, in a, when you've, you've done a poo in America, say, no, but... have you looked at... Or, or, or had that conversation? Because they look... Your poo... I'm, so, I'm sorry, right? I'm sorry. It looks funny when you poo in America. On the day my husband proposed to me... Yeah. He also called me into the loo because he'd done something extraordinary. Wow. Now, I wouldn't go and look because I think that that kind of thing is private. Yeah. Okay. So he took a photograph. Okay, I'd love to see it one day. Well, you could probably see it. Okay. He's, prob- he's still got it there along with the engagement photos. Great. Um, what because a day. It did get it did get circulated along with the news that we got married. What a day. Um, because basically he did a pepperami, <laughs> like a fish. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, to the... Well, it doesn't break up. No. It doesn't break up. It's incredible. Um, America's such a great country. And, yeah, one of the replies he got back was, because it was, oh, we're getting married, and by the way, check this out. <laughs> wow. And a lot of the replies were, gosh, I can tell you've been working up to that for a while. Yeah. Also, congratulations on hey! the engagement. <laughs> I think it's, rem- I just think it's the best. I think it was nerves combined with a lot of corn syrup. It's and, America. Um, America. It's, it's the yeah. food and it's the, the little shelf on the toilet. Yeah. Go on, what was your story? I wasn't, no recollection. That was it, the end. Oh, uh, 9,000 calories. Beautiful. I mean, ridiculous. Okay, fine. Let's go to James. Good evening, James. Hello there. James, 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 James. Yeah? Sit, sit down. Da- oh, sit down. <laughs> like the pop group song, isn't it? Good one. Oh, James, sit down. James, sit down. Yeah? I've sat down. Oh. Uh, but do you get it, though? No. <laughs> Just nod and smile, James. You know the pop group, James? No. Oh, there you go. That's the... Do you know the song Sit Down? No. So many flaws in this plan. Right. If I, do you know the song goes this? Oh, sit down, oh, sit down, oh, oh sit down. Yeah, do you know I that? Know yeah, yes, I know. That's it. by James. 
Right, okay. So, James, okay. sit down. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> and stutter. James, sit down and stutter. That was another one of their songs, Stutter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I feel. I feel that I'm okay. I feel that my talent is wasted here. So, James, what would you like to bring to the party tonight? Well, the Greedy Pig Cafe in Corby uh, over twenty years ago did that challenge. Yeah. Uh, that you'd go in and it would cost you about six pound for for uh, a, a breakfast, and, and they would give you money back if you could eat it all. Wow. And I tried it, and I couldn't. You lightweight. You lightweight. How so? How much? What was in the breakfast? Oh, there was everything. There was, there was bacon, sausage, loads of eggs, scrambled eggs, beans, fried bread. Oh, fried there was Toast. What, what, was there chips? Because if there were chips, that's cheating on their part. No, no there wasn't any chips. Okay. There was ash brown. There was ash brown though. Oh, do you know what I'm going to have when I get home? I'm having a fried slice. I haven't got white bread, so it won't be great, but I'm having a fried yeah. slice. Yeah, that's a good one. The fried slice is the best. There's a great programme. When my boys come round, I don't know if they're allowed to watch it at home, but they're allowed to watch it at my home. When the boys come round, um, we watch a programme, and it's great. It's called Man vs. Food, right? And the first series was presented by this guy called Adam. And basically, he would travel America, and in, in almost every American diner and restaurant, they have, um, you know, a big gut-busting meal. It's either really huge or it's really, really spicy. And if you eat it, you get your name on the wall, photo on the wall and that. And Adam did the first series, and then he had to stop doing it because he nearly died, because it was killing him. So now it's a guy called Casey. 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 I must try and get him on the show. And he just goes around America and eats the most. There was one that was a six-pound a six pound burrito. Yeah. A six-pound burrito. I, I, um, I, I quite enjoyed the hot dog one. It made me want hot dogs. Oh, didn't he have, like, was it 20 hot dogs? <laughs> it was 20 hot dogs. With different toppings on. And like one, of, one, of the toppings, on. one of the toppings was cereal. Mm. One was, like, marshmallows and chocolate. One, oh, it was incredible scenes. I've never yeah. done one of these challenges, James, but I'm up for it. Something, something to do before you die. Literally just before you die. Yeah, I bet Chumley could eat it, you know, from, from porn stars. Uh, yeah, could do. Could do, James. Thank you very much for that. I'm just going to say that one more time because that was a good one and no reaction from a buddy over there. Um, I must do one of these eating challenges before I die. Literally just before I die. Why would you do that? It would kill me. The food, the food will kill me. That was a good line. That was a good line. That was a good line. No. Better than your Jackie Stallone nonsense. Well, we know that's not true. Um, good evening, Ed. Good evening. Yeah, I just wanted to talk about poop. Before we talk about poop, did you hear my, the, the line I just did about food challenges? I, I mean, I, I, it didn't make me laugh out loud, but no. I did appreciate it. It'd be appreciated. It's, it was, it was, but it was, it was, it was cerebral, wasn't it? No. As opposed to, it was quick, but it wasn't funny. Please, Catherine, please. It was cerebral as opposed to guttural, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I, I go with that. Thank yeah. you, Ed. There we go. Great caller so far. I'm enjoying this. Um, let's have a look. Go on. Yeah, just your exact situation you described. So I, I, I went to summer camp over in America. Of course you did. And um, I was used like, in the UK. I'd probably eat two meals a day. Yeah. And then as soon as I went to summer camp, it was a good solid five meals a day. And at each meal, it was pretty much, you know, buffet style, all you could eat. Yeah. And I really didn't expect 
to then go to the toilet, curl out an amazing poop. All right. And then What's your language? stand up. Yep. And then stand up and think, that is incredible. Yeah. And I did run out of the bathroom, <laughs> toilet, bathroom, tell all my friends. A few of them wanted to come in, sure. Yeah. Most yeah. didn't. Yeah. Um, and then I decided to take a photo of it, and it was it was it was a proud moment. And I, I can send it to you if you like. I would love you to tweet it to Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm not on Twitter. Okay, all um, right. Well, C- Catherine's email is catherine.boyle <laughs> at talkradio.co.uk, and she would love to uh, have a look at it. And by the way, the people that came in and looked, they're your real friends. Yeah, I, yeah, I think you're right there. Yeah, there was a bond over over that. What it's was, a great what way to find out who really cares and who doesn't. And that's the thing when you poo. And I'm not. This isn't even a joke, right? This isn't even the thing now. When you poo in America, it's a work of art. They should make that their slogan. They should make that their slogan. More people will go to America. Yeah. So, so when you crap, when you crap in the John, it's a it's a Picasso. The big crapple. <laughs> Uh, don't think, I think you, you, no. I'm not going to laugh at. That. I think you probably <laughs> think you probably took it too far. Actually, <laughs> I think you took the joke and ran with it too far. You've ran out of the stadium. I've just oh, scored a tu- I scored a touchdown, then you picked the ball up and ran out of the stadium. You're in the car park. I don't know no the rules of American football. The game's football. Still going on. That, that no, exactly. Loud. You've proven that. You've proven that with that last last foul comment. Um, Ed, thanks for telling us about your big poo in America. Well it's done. A pleasure to share. Love Thank you. you, Ed. Thank you, Ed. What a great guy. Great caller. Great guy. Um, geez, this show. This show. We've done two hours of of very, very little, and even by our standards. So lowbrow tonight. Very lowbrow. Where's Mr Obus when he could score a point against us? Um, 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. We'll we'll, we'll raise the brow ever so slightly in the last hour. I can't guarantee that. It can't all be uh, mental health and helping, you know, drunk ladies get sober. Sometimes we got, you know, we're talking about stuff that uh, we talk about. It's, it's what we do. We talk about stuff. <laughs> the stuff that we talk what we about. talk about. Gosh. Oh um, three four. Oh, I'm getting schooled on um, who presented Man versus Food. Okay. God, the, the first host of Man versus Food had got six hundred thirty-seven thousand followers, and he looks, according to his Twitter feed, he looks like um, Nick Knowles. 03444991000 is the telephone number. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I don't like food very much, you see. <gasps> Never. Oh, what a shock. Hello. There's a voice that keeps on calling me down the road. It's where I'll always be. Just keep moving on Down this road That never seems to end When you adventure Lies just around the bend So if you want to join me For a while Just grab your hat Come travel like that's old style Maybe tomorrow I want to settle down Until tomorrow The whole world is my own Tomorrow, 
Club uh, tonight about half past two when I get home. It's about quarter past two, half past two when I get home and uh, feed the cats. Then uh, if you follow me on Periscope, periscope.tv slash Ian Lee. Um, I do a little stream as I'm feeding Velvet upstairs and I get into bed. You see me get into bed. Tell me to take my trousers off yesterday if that works for you. <laughs> Nothing rude. Uh, and then just have a little chat about the day and, you know, kind of like a sort of step 10. You, 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 you know what that means. You know what that means. Have a chat about the day. What could you have done differently and better? A little gratitude list. And then people can phone in on Periscope. People can phone in now. But the only rule is, I ask for people to phone in I don't know. So if we've spoken on here before, thank you very much, but let's let someone new phone in. And it generally, it's randoms. Generally, it's random kids, and actually quite often British kids, up at half past two in the morning, probably smoking crack cocaine. Um, and they, they do phone up and say the N-word quite a lot. I, I should warn you, there's a little bit of N-word. Basically, if a picture of a really sexy woman in a bikini pops up on the screen phoning in, then it's then it's a fifteen year old you know kid who wants to phone up and swear that that's it. But there's there's quite good fun. I still you know kids swearing makes me laugh at half past two in the morning, and sometimes we get some randoms from all over the, the world. And I tell you what, someone was saying last night because we get about seventy. I think we got up to about ninety five viewers at one point, and it, it gets a couple of thousand in total. But we had about seventy viewers, and someone said for for Britain at two thirty in the morning, that's a lot. And because it's a lot, it's they, it then starts trending, or it's on the home, the Periscope homepage, which is great because then that attracts um, randoms. Randoms kind of come and, and, and pop in from all over the world, um, which means we get some, some strange, rude, giggling kids phoning up. So if you want to hear some kids phone up and be, and be racially insensitive and swear, they get told off for it. We don't condone it. We don't encourage it, of course. Uh, and, and, and we will get some interesting calls. Uh, and you want to just, you know, help me unpick the day, uh, then come and follow me on Periscope, periscope.tv. And if you're up um, around about quarter past two, half past two, when I get home and I fed the girls, then uh, we do that. Boily pops in, don't you? you yeah, pop I in do. and have a little chitty chat with Once people. I get home. Yeah, here we go. Tonight I'll be watching as I tidy up uh, before the cleaner comes tomorrow. <laughs> Such a British thing to do. Um, so we will do that. And I'm going I'm going to be, someone's asked if I'll do it next week. I might do it next week. I'll see how it goes. Next week I'm with the boys. It depends on what time they fall asleep. And I don't want to do it when you're on the radio. Um, or maybe we do it and we listen to the radio together. I don't know. There might be some kind of little time. If that would not be, I don't know, you might, would you consider that a rude? I don't know. So that means no. How would you feel if I did that to you? Oh, I'd would like it. Make any it. difference, would it? No, I'd like it. Oh, I'd like it if you were listening. But if you don't, if you don't like it, I won't do it. It's I fine. It's your. All right, I won't do it then. I no. don't know. I've not. I've not yeah. even thought about it. Do you know what? Yeah. 
I, I haven't even thought about next week. Good. Why would you? Just come in and do it. So, yeah. so we rock. So we rock and roll, baby. Um, so maybe I'll do something next week. It depends on, on how the week goes, how the boys, if they sleep. Uh, I might be I might be out, sparkle. I don't know. But tonight, it's happening. Around about quarter past two, half past two. And sometimes they're short, five minutes. Sometimes there was one the other day. It was about 45 minutes. We'll just see what happens. It's just how tired I am, really. Um, in the meantime... We're here until, Catherine and I are here until one o'clock, when Paul Ross comes in and takes you through the night. So if you would like to give us a call, 0344-499-1000. Free for most of you, cost you pennies at most. You'll speak to Sam on the phones. He will take your name and number. We'll give you a call straight back. Doesn't even want to know what you want to talk about. It's not one of those phoning shows where you kind of have to do an audition and, and go through what you want to say. We like to keep it as spontaneous uh, as we can. There's no set questions. We're just sat here talking rubbish and you can chip in any time you want. Let's see what Kevin's got for us. Good evening, Kevin. All right, Ian. All right, Kevin. I was both to you for a while and I've been working a bit day. Okay. And, um, oh, yeah. What was that? I don't know. Okay. Uh, back in the backdraft. Backdraft. <laughs> was it backdraft? Okay. Terrible film. Have you seen backdraft? Yeah. Or not my, not my uh, ass. Oh, not no me. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that's, as, long as, we, as long as we know it wasn't your ass, that's that. We can we can <laughs> strike your ass being, uh, off of the list of suspects. Kittens, uh? Sorry. I was only falling off. See how kittens are. The kittens are doing very well. They're about nine months old. I don't know what, what age you stopped calling cats kittens, but they are fine. They are friendly. They are I've loving. They've completely yeah, changed. My cat's upstairs in an igloo. In an, oh, uh, what? Not an ice one, igloo surely. bed. Oh, those things, yeah. The girls, the old one sleeps in a bed now, and she hadn't for years, but she does now. And the, the girls, the young ones, don't sleep in, in a bed. They sleep on my bed, they sleep on top of each other, they sleep on the windowsill, but they will not sleep in the expensive bed that I bought them. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you want. It's, it's, sorry? No, that's what you want. Well, just sleep on it. I won't have my sleep on my bed. Because the motor in. Getting backdraft again. Yeah, the, the farting again. <laughs> steady, steady, steady. You had, to, you, had a, you, had a, you had a little drink tonight, Kev? I have, no, yeah. Yeah, I can tell, buddy. I can smell it from here. I'm getting a contact high. I'm getting tipsy on your fumes. I don't take drugs or not anymore. No. I did years ago. Okay, well, I used to take drugs years ago. Yeah. yeah. You sound a bit you sound a little bit worse for wear, Kev. What's going on? I'm all right. Okay. All right. All right. Well, good. I'm all right. Okay. I finished work seven tonight. And you can work at a biscuit factory. I'm not gonna say the name. All right. You know the company if I told you. Is it Nabisco? What? Is I'm guessing it's not Nabisco. No. Okay. Is it... Well, you can say the name if you want. Say G-A. Say G-A? Yeah. I'm literally just making a noise. Say G-A. Begins with G-A. G- begins with G-A. Garibaldi. No. J. G-A. G-A. Jacobs. Yeah. Well, they're, cr- they're cream crackers. Yeah, that's where that's I not work. Biscuit. It's not biscuits. 
Yeah, zero. Uh, yeah. Hang on a minute. Uh, uh, Jacobs, God, you must be tired. Jacobs Green Crackers. Crack Green Crackers. Knackered. That is a legitimate gag, and you are mocking my people, the Cockneys, by not <laughs> laughing at that. Well, Kevin, listen, put the bottle down, go to bed, go and say goodnight to your cat, and get a good night's kip. Yeah, will do. Good lad. Yeah. Yes, good lad, Kevin. All right, we'll speak again soon, mate. Take care. Yes, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. What was that voice at the end? Thank you very much. That was the voice of booze. <laughs> that was the voice of booze. Bless him. Thursday night. I never really got drinking because drinking would make me very confused. Drugs would make me kind of focused in inverted commas. But but drinking would just be... And I tell you the thing I didn't like about drinking was the spinning. The spinning. Everything spins. That's when you've gone too far. Everything spins. When I was stoned, when I was high, nothing span. I could... I could Focus, like razor. But when you're drunk, everything's spinning. Oh, God. It's funny the first couple of times, and then it's just awful. Awful. Do not miss booze. Uh, let's go to Sloop John B. Oh, my God, that's quick. Yeah, we ain't got many phone yeah. calls. What, what do you want me oh. to say? Fair enough. Well, listen, uh, salutations to you both. Um, Ian, just quickly, before I get to what I was going to ask you about, have you seen the trailer for the new Tarantino film? I'm aware that, that Bruce Lee is in it, he but is, no, I've yes. not. I've not because there's something about it that doesn't feel right. Yeah, well, no, I was going to say what you were saying before about his films being a bit crap. This one, it looks a bit crap. His films, I think, are rubbish. And there's something about Tarantino, who is famous for his bloody... You know, uh, over the top, beautiful violence. Doing a film about an actual real murder. There's something, yeah. you know, a real murder within living memory. There's something. You think it's bad taste? It, uh, maybe I'm getting old. Maybe I'm getting old, but it don't feel right to me. Yeah, no, I, I can see where you're coming from because I was watching the, you know, on Netflix, the filth, the film about Motley Crue. Oh, is that uh, okay? Right, yeah. Yeah, it's it's an awful, awful film. But there's a uh, there's a bit where the singer is sort of drink driving, and he ends up killing this guy. They crash, and he uh, kills him. And they sort of uh, it kind of seemed like they made light of it. Right. And I kind of sat there and thought, if I was this a, a relation of this chap, I yeah. probably wouldn't find that very funny. Yeah. But speaking of funny, I wanted to ask you about this film, right? And this could kill my phone call. Yeah. I've, with your humour, I'm pretty convinced you will have seen this film. So I'm going to hit you I'm with it now. Guy. I'm yeah? a funny guy. The man with two brains. Uh, I don't find his. Okay, here's the thing. I don't find Steve Martin films funny. I saw it years ago. I don't find Steve, Steve Martin. I don't find the jerk funny. I don't find dead men don't wear plaid funny. I don't. Find, I think. I, I, and I saw this at the pictures. I thought um, planes, trains, and automobiles was awful. Wow. Uh, yes, man. I do. I like Steve Martin wrote, wrote a book. Uh, Bowfinger is funny. Bowfinger yeah. is hilarious, right? And Steve cool. Martin wrote a book called Born Standing Up, which is a great book, and his TV special with uh, Martin Short is wonderful. Everything oh, else, man. I just think, is boring. You didn't like the man with two brains? Nope. nope. Oh, well. There you go. Well, that's the end of that. Listen, keep up the good work. I'm going to be coming to the rabbit hole, all right? So, wh- wh- which one are you coming to, Sloop? The uh, the one in London, the uh, the Bill Murray. Beautiful. We'll see. Was going to be a nice summertime gig? Left to it. Sorry. Are there any more? Are there any more tickets? There's there's a, there's a few. We've only we've not really mentioned that, but there's there's half the tickets are still there. 
All right, because some of my family want to come, so I'll let them know. Bring them, bring them, right? bring them, bring them, bring them, brother. We will see you there. Thank you very much indeed. What do you think about Steve Martin, Boyley? Um, I used to find him very charming, and uh, they were the sort of films I'd watch with my mum and dad when I was, you know, 14 yeah. and younger. Like Father of the Bride and stuff, all very charming. Um, and we used to really laugh at Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, but now when you watch it, there's a great big kind of joke about, you know, learning difficulties that oh. it doesn't really fly anymore. But, um, oh, yes. um, 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 uh, Bowfinger, you've not seen Bowfinger. Bowfinger. That's got Sarah Jessica Parker in it. Um, or was that one about... It's got about Eddie Murphy in it. Uh, I don't really remember. I don't really. Rem- it was, happened such a long time ago. I don't really remember. Did it? Yeah, all those films. I haven't watched a Steve Martin film for years. But, well, let's watch Bowfinger together because that's a funny film. That is funny. But the rest of them, nah, nah, not my cup of tea. I like his hair though. I think he's very charming. Yeah, yeah. That's that Martin Short, Steve Martin mm-hmm. specialist. Although is I did hilarious. really like Martin Short in films when I was younger. Oh, well, he only did a few. Three, Three Amigos is good. I used to find him kind of creepy. Yeah, well, he's only in like three. He only had three films, and then his career kind of ended. Anyway, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Late night conversation. Wealth losing sleep over the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm tired, man. I've not been able to catch up on sleep this week at all when have i got a su- sunday i can have a day of doing nothing because i've got nothing got the boys got, got voice over tomorrow got to pick the boys up then got the boys saturday for a few hours and then sunday nothing i think what are you doing this weekend have you got anything exciting planned uh so saturday we're going to uh so f- uh, mass family outing to uh safari park Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. That'd be all right, wouldn't it? Because my father-in-law won some tickets. Ooh. Freebie. Well, we're, but oh. the rest of us are paying and we're right. going to spread the cost. And oh, then, okay. Well, that's good. That's yeah. good. Still a few so quid it'll off. it'll be a thing. And then Sunday is uh, Mother's Day, isn't it? So oh, sugar. I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm hoping I'm going to do nothing. I'll send some flowers and I'll... I might pop over for a bit. I'm slightly loath to go to the care home at the moment, but I might pop over for... You're a... not going disguise? In disguise. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'll do. She'd camo up. Um, maybe I'll pop over. I don't know. I don't know. Um, listen to this. Woman who feels no pain. You seen this? Yes. She gave birth to her children but felt no pain and barely batted an eyelid. I would say uh, batted, yeah. Batted. Batted an eyelid after a, an horrific car accident. God. Even as a child, Joe Cameron um, carried on as normal for three days without realising she had, in fact, broken her arm. She later took only paracetamol after undergoing what should have been excruciating surgery to remove a bone from her thumb. Astonishingly, the 71-year-old is protected from the agony suffered by the rest of us thanks to a gene mutation which stops pain signals reaching her brain. But pain is God's way of telling you to stop. Yeah, or that something's wrong. Mm. Even more amazing is that she only realised how special she is at the age of 65. Experts believe her condition is only found once in every every several million people. Uh, The genetic mutations revealed in the British Journal of Anesthesia also boost a chemical called anadamonide, which, here we go, 
She's like Adric from Doctor Who. There's a reference for the kids. Which keeps the retired college lecturer cheerful and speeds up the healing process. This woman's got, like, superpowers. Super grand. Mrs Cameron has told how she needed just gas and air while giving birth to her children, Jeremy and Amy. I didn't feel any pain at all. My advice to other women was that childbirth is not as bad as you think it is. It just feels strange, but doesn't really hurt. I didn't realise that would not be the case for them. For me, it was not the wrong advice because that was my experience. She can also have... This is weird. She can also happily eat Scotch bonnet chilli peppers, claimed to be the hottest in the world, and they only feel a bit warm in her mouth. Gosh. Mrs. Uh, the show, by the way, the show's, I've just seen who's calling in. The show's about to, to heat up a little bit. Mrs. Cameron from Whitebridge near Loch Ness is rarely anxious, even during an accident two years ago when her car flipped over twice and plunged into a ditch. So she doesn't get anxious. This is insane. She suffered terrible bruising but no discomfort at all. It is hoped her case will help doctors develop new treatments for people suffering chronic pain after surgery. The pensioner, who lives with 72-year-old husband Jim, said, When I was eight, I broke my arm roller skating and didn't realise. It was three days later that my mother noticed it was hanging strangely. I'm forever burning myself on our oven. There we go, you see. But only notice when I smell the burning flesh. Wow. I cut myself and I don't realise until I see the blood. I just feel clumsy, hardly like a superhero. She stressed, I do understand that people are fascinated, but I've always been this way. I think there are other people like this who have just not realised it yet. Here's the thing. You, 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 I, I suspect a lot of people who aren't normal don't realise that they're not normal. I wonder, you know, you, you know um, those colourblind tests you do at school? Always great fun. I always, always wanted to fail the colourblind tests. Always wanted to. Um, if they didn't have those tests... Yeah, if you, you, if you were off that day, I think that, I don't know. I think they're slightly different when they do it now. But if you were off school that day or that week, and you missed that test, you wouldn't know you were colourblind, would you? Um, there might be. It might. It might emerge later on when you were missing things that other people were seeing. For example, I suppose so. The genetic mutations make me naturally high, and I'm always in a good mood, which can be annoying for my family. The serious side of this is that I hope this could help people who do suffer terrible pain and that there could be a natural treatment for them. She needs to suckle people who are in pain. She suckles She's them. She's in the her... 70s. I don't think there's going to be anything. Well, you just to... you don't you don't know, actually. That's ageist, express. actually. It's a- ageist. Well, no, it's genetics. Um, wow, that's incredible. We need to, What we need to do is we need to kidnap her and um, get a sample of her blood and drink it. You're right, though, about the whole thing of how do you know... You know, you, people cope right if you especially if you've had something if you have had um a mutation like she has or whatever since you were a baby how are you going to know because everyone develops coping mechanisms and by the time what your your life is normal yeah unless it happens at a later age like you 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 know you go deaf or blind is an obvious one or you haven't you you can't you have no sense of taste you know unless that unless you've experienced normality and i'm sorry for using the word normal but i'm really really tired you know what i mean unless you average uh, yeah, okay. Unless you've experienced that and then lost it, you don't know. No, because you can't managed. miss what you never had. I um, only got glasses when I was seventeen, eighteen, because I buggered up an exam. But then I kind of Do, won- what your eye test exam? No, <laughs> I think it was my mock A levels or something. Um, I, I buggered it up, and it was only after investigation they realised I needed glasses. Oh. Um, 
and after that I stopped knocking I was always a really clumsy kid I would yeah. knock things over I would walk into things there yeah. was always that going on and I wonder how long I needed glasses for and no yeah, one noticed yeah. it's funny our world isn't it yeah funny, we're funny creatures human beings let's um what's going on let's get this let's get this out of the way George hello you said something last night yes you upset quite a lot of people last night because of said playing Nigel. Yeah. Yeah, no, I recognised that that was probably the, the wrong thing to say, so I apologise if I upset any, anybody, but it wasn't... Uh, it, it was just me, as I say, uh, being of, of the mind that everyone is playing the part. OK, that's, just how, that's how I interpreted it. As well, but I know that some people didn't interpret that way, and they felt yeah, it no, was I, I, slightly I, I, mean. Apologise. All right, for that. fine, cool. I, I, also, when I called, I, I, I was suggesting changing the, the, the name of the program. Yeah, what was that about the late night surgery? I didn't quite understand that. Well, it just much of your your program recently sounds like some sort of surgery, so I, I, I so that came to mind. But maybe the late night alternative. Surgery. Um, I, I don't know. Just, 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 just has a ring to it. I haven't made any progress with me trying to get a, a, a story in the newspapers. No. But uh, it isn't. I, I, t- and I, I tell you now, they, 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 it will not get. I don't know what the story was, but it will not get in the papers because the papers. I haven't been in the papers for ages. They're not interested in me. I've been in a few online, you know, news websites, but but not in the papers. They're not interested in me anymore. That's worn off. Well, they, they, I think they would have been if you would have done what I asked you to do. Ah, it was my fault. No, no, they, I, I just said I, I, I wanted to turn our conversation into a, a podcast and I wanted to link you to a, a conversation I had with the late uh, Mike Dickin on, on, on YouTube and... Uh, well. And open up an investigation in, into how how Mike Dickin died, essentially. He, he had a heart attack and crashed his car? Uh, that's what they say. Oh, come on, George, come on. What, no, it, what? Was, it, was, it was two come, days... Come on. Two days before he was going to do a special programme on, 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 on Talk Sport in which he was going to prove that Princess Diana had been m- murdered. So you're saying that Mike Dickin was murdered? Maybe. Oh, come on, George. No, maybe. He's got family, man. That's nonsense. He was, he was an incredibly overweight, unhel- unhealthy gentleman. Why, why, why does the, his method of... Why does a heart... Heart attack seems so unlike. Who would drive? Didn't he live in like Devon or Cornwall and would drive for hours to come and do the show and hours hours back? Why does that seem just so unlikely? Thing, just the synchronicity of what happened. No, it's not it? synchronicity. It's a coincidence. It's a coincidence that. Yeah, but you know, I don't believe in. Well, you should do because because to, to suggest that someone was murdered um, when they actually died in a really tragic situation and accident that's, i think that's a little it's, bit it's, 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 it's the, the, the the timing of it and anyway it was what the conversation i was trying to uh tune people into was one i had with him in 1985 he yes. was on capital radio <laughs> at the time just to flag up just to flag up the point that i made yesterday 
all of your phone calls are about other phone calls, and this phone call is about another phone call. To a different radio station. Yeah, it's about another phone call. I just... In 1985, it's a story, Ian. I've got all my collection of tapes. I know. Which, which tell my story, essentially, or how okay. to tell but it just, my it's story. But it's just, I don't, I, there's only so much I can do with a phone call about other phone calls. Yeah, but it's the nature of the phone call, and it's something okay. I, I was saying in, in, in 1985 that I'm still saying today, essentially, and, and it was a, a program linked to uh, alien intelligences and, yes. and flying sources and what have you, yeah. and it, it, it's, it's on YouTube, yep. Into the Mystic Rainbow George, and I have to confess... Of all the calls I've got, there's only one one I can think of that I've actually lied on, and 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 this. You could see the faces of Catherine and Sam right now. Yeah, They're losing the will to both of them. Got their heads in their hands, looking up to the heavens. Into the mystic yes. rainbow jewels. Okay, just, just check it out, please, and, and maybe people will okay. react. To maybe it. people will. Maybe people will. What did you want to say tonight? Tonight, I, I really wanted to, to ask for your help to get a story in the newspaper. George, I've, just, George, I've explained. Yes. That they're not going to print a story. How can I help get a story in the papers? The papers aren't interested in me, and they certainly won't be interested in some crackpot theory that a presenter who died 10 years ago was murdered by... Well, it goes much deeper than that. But well, what's your evidence? Evidence of what? Of, the, of what you're talking about? What's your evidence? What I'm talking about is is communication communications with a, alien intelligence. Right, where's your evidence? Uh, my experience is my evidence. OK, well, that doesn't count as evidence. That's anecdotal. So you've got no evidence. I've, I've got evidence for myself. Yeah, that's, well, that's anecdotal, though. That won't count. So what evidence have you got that you would present to a newspaper? Just of, of things that are happening and things that are, are unfolding at the moment. Uh, uh, a, a song lyric is circulating. Jesus, George! Yes? You go around in circles, man. A song lyric is not is not evidence of aliens and it's not going to get a newspaper hot and horny. Well, it's a connection I had with a guy called Ted Owens back in 1976 <laughs> who... who, who, who was definitely in communication with the alien. And where's the evidence of that? Um, there isn't any. Oh, yes, there is. George knows. No, there, there, there where's is. Where's the evidence that Ted Owens in 1976 was in communication with aliens? Um, there's a book written about him, Ted, Ted Owens, the PK man. Okay. I, I, if you check that out... You, okay. you, 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 Stop setting me homework. No, no. Don't set me homework. It, I've got enough to do. But I'm saying it just goes back to... Okay. To, to, George, to, listen, to, man, to, the, the papers aren't going to pick up on that story. I can trust trust me on that. They're not going to pick up on, on Mike Dickin was murdered and they're not going to pick up on any story about me. So uh, that, that's a busted flush, I'm afraid. Um, I, I just think you're so wrong. I, I, OK, I, well, I'll, I'll be proved right. And also, if you're hungry, as a lot of people pointed out, right, A, don't buy weed... And B, you 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 know you you were talking about being hungry yesterday and not eating for a couple of days. You, you you've you've had a very privileged 
I mean, I appreciate life. That. So no, I, I appreciate. Complain about that. having no money while you're buying weed. Yeah, but when we, you got we, you got you got a million pounds or whatever it was for a house that you didn't own, and you know you, you we, come we, from a family we, of jewelers and stuff. It's it's just you know, and comparing it with Nigel's situation just seems a little no, bit. No, I, I, Jeff. I understand that. Okay. And, and, and but weed is food for my mind, and, and okay. uh, I like food for my mind. Okay, well then, but, but then you then you can't complain about being hungry. I can't. I, I, I can complain. Well, you can, but, it, but well, no one gives a shit. Does it do? <laughs> no one gives a shit because you spent it all on weed. Not all on weed. 50, all right. 50 quid a week. All right. All right, George. I'm going to move on. Thanks very much. All the best. Bye bye. Did he, sorry, did he say 50 quid a week? He did. Lightweight. Yeah. Lightweight. Lightweight. Let's go to Mo. Let's, let's just do them all now. Good evening, Mo. You're right. Yep. Yeah, anyway, I just wanted to call out of the blue that I just picked up on there. Out of the blue? It, you call every night. Do I? But anyway, Seems it's, like it's, that. Hard to be, it's hard to believe in a coincidence. It's even harder to believe in a coincidence. No, sorry, it's messed up. I call. Yeah. One minute. You're putting me under pressure. I hate pressure. Anyway, it's hard to believe in a coincidence. Okay, let's go to Nigel. Just a quick one tonight, Nigel. What you got? Sorry. Oh, Nigel? Your three day came. Oh, brilliant. Wicked. The Beatles. The uh, Beatles one, yeah. And did you know it was in a not a posh bag as well? Yeah, it was in a posh bag. Yeah, it's a birthday present. Did you put it? Did you put it in the bag? Yeah, of course, man. Oh, I just wondered whether they did that. So you sent me a nice bag as well, thank you. Posh bag and a nice CD. Yeah, and I'm going to keep the the envelope in case I need to use that for some to keep Beautiful. some of my CDs in. There you go, um, wicked. Yeah, I'm going to see the doctor next week now. Beautiful. It's too you... late to see him. Are you the booked other, in? The other thing, can I tell you something else? Very quickly, Nigel, go on. Yes, uh, I went to the bank and uh, the the poll pit, the poll tax people have taken out £13 that I didn't have in the bank Uh-oh. and I can't put the £13 back till next Wednesday, which means that by Wednesday I'll owe the bank £60. Yeah, we go. Right. This is here we go. Yeah, you, you need got... to ask your bank to you need to ask your bank to to put a freeze on that. Well, I can pay so much a week, can't I? Well, they're gonna, the thing is, if you go overdrawn, then they're going to charge you for it, and you need to ask them to stop charging you and explain the situation. But, I, but I'm going to put some money back into the bank for new phone people to take out. Can I still do that after this trouble? Uh, yeah, you can still put money in the bank, Nigel. You need to speak to the bank it's about it, dude. For it to be taken out, but I have to pay the back, bank back slowly if it's sixty or seventy pounds. One time. You need to. That's you need to get. You need to not be overdrawn yeah. in the bank. Yeah, but it wasn't my fault because they, no, they didn't get No, that's how it works, unfortunately, Nigel. That's how it works. Yeah, yeah okay. All right. Not so worried. All right, mate. Thank Ta- you very much. Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. There we go. Bank charges. There we go. That's how it works. We predicted it. Once you, once they start, you can't catch up. Well, you've spoken to Helen Grant today. I have, yeah. And they're looking into it. They don't need to go into it. We don't need to go into it. They're they're looking into it. Things will happen, but once it starts getting in that... My prediction is going to be homeless in a year, six months. My prediction. I don't know what we can do. Uh, Let's go to Simon. Good evening, Simon. Evening, evening, Kath. Evening, Simon. What have you got for us? Well, you know, I'm normally that positive person, even after all the crap that's come my way over the last year. Uh, yes. Yeah, um, I'm not having a good time at the moment. I've got people interfering in my life. Uh-oh. Hey, um, you probably had it yourself. You think they know they're doing the best thing. Tell them to get stuffed. Just tell them to get stuffed. 
I do. Well, um, then there you go. So, so just say, just say, you ain't got a clue. Get lost. Yeah, but they're good mates. But well, they're not. They're to... If they're if they're interfering, if they're making you unhappy, then they're not. They're trying to do the right thing. Well, tell them they're not. Here's the thing, right? Yeah. Have you told them they're not doing the right thing? Yeah. Well, then if they carry on doing it, then they're they're not great mates. Great, great mates. Right, I go and help so I go and help a friend because they're they're struggling. Right, I go and help them. Think I'm doing the best, but I'm actually making things worse. If that friend says to me, "Look, Ian, I know, look, I know you think you're doing well, but actually, honestly, you, you you're doing my nutting. Can you just stop what you're doing and maybe just give me a breather for a few days?" If I then go back the next day and carry on doing the same stuff, I'm not a good friend. I'm not listening to the needs of my friend if i ta- if i take a step back for four or five days and then get in touch and go look i've been thinking about what you said and yeah you're right actually and um i told you i'm gonna do i'm gonna back off a bit but if there's anything that you need or you- i just want to help and if there's anything i can do you just ask and-, and if it's all right with you i'm going to check in maybe once every week every two weeks just a little phone call and that's what a friend would do yeah, that's how I deal with people. But, well, then you yeah. need to te- you need to be specific. Some people, I'm afraid, you need to be specific with, because yeah. they don't get it. No, it's true. It's just a little bit frustrating. Um, or set some fact- traps like like um, that kid in Home Alone. Yeah. Get some micro machines um, on the floor. The second thing is, if you ever come down to Salisbury and uh, you're in this area, I can get a venue for you and Kath to do one of your shows. Okay. Well, here's well here's his well. Okay, thank you very much. That's that's an excellent offer. We shall put that uh, in the list of um, kind offers that we've had, Simon. It's appreciated. Thank you, man. Hang in there, man. You got this one. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. We are witnessing the beginning of the end for Nigel, I think, and I don't really know. I don't really know. I don't really know, really. You know, once you start paying bank charges for being overdrawn, that's it. That's the roller coaster. Yeah. But it... Hey, Kent Social Services. Come on, guys. Come on. I mean, the time is... It's been and gone, and it's going to get worse. Ah, man. What you going to do? What you going to... What was that? Bad boys, bad boys, what, what you gonna, gonna do? What, what you gonna, gonna do when, when they come for you? you? Bad boys, bad boys. Was it called bad, bad boys? Bad boys, bad boys. It was, about, it was cops chasing criminals. Yes. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Bad, bad boys. <laughs> bad boys. Bad boys, bad boys. You're gonna get Gloria Estefan. Is this it? This no. isn't it. No, 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 this isn't it. This is the Bad Boys movie. Um, bad boys... Here we go. Theme from Cops. Here we go. This is it. Bad boys, bad boys. boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when you come for you? Um, It's a long old advert there. 22nd advert. Uh, The adverts where you can't skip, they're the worst adverts in the world. Anyway, here's Bad Boys. What you gonna do? 
Most of them will um, will run away and um, wish they were wearing a shirt. <laughs> they never were wearing. They're always topless. I've never seen they? it. It was just. It was just. Cops would rock up at someone's house, then you'd hear someone escape from the back, and then they go. They burst through the house and pin them to the floor and mace them. I think. What was it? A film? No, it was a TV series. Ah. Uh? It was a TV series like like um, Dog the Bounty Hunter right. and those kind of things, but Cops. It was, it was called Cops. The show is called Cops. Cops. And they would use bad boys, bad boys. What do you that call? was the theme tune. This is the thing, right? The bad boys never got a dressing gown on, have they? No. So it's just, just track slacks. Who wears a dressing gown? I don't wear a dressing gown. I'm either dressed or I'm in bed. Oh, I swan about in a dressing gown. No, I, I, do, I, don't, I don't bother. I get up, I get dressed. Get up, I get dressed. And I don't wear a dressing gown. No, but sometimes you don't want to look crumpled. So I'll wait until the last minute before I put my frock on. I don't give a stuff. Well, then just walk around in your PJs. Yeah, my dressing gown on. You know I'm Nesh. I like to to be warm. You're what? Nesh. What does Nesh mean? Feel the cold easily. Nesh? Mm -hmm. Never heard of that. Your sister uses it. Well, so what? I'm not my sister. I'm not my sister. Weren't you brought up in the same house? I'm... uh, Maybe we weren't, actually. Maybe we weren't. Maybe there's something you don't know. Sex cures hay fever. Hay fever sufferers could virtually cure their sneezing and sore eyes with lots of sex. Well, it might make another eye sore. Experts say repeatedly seducing your partner when pollen counts are high is worth a go. Is worth a go. Experts say it's worth a go. But my eyes get so claggy, I won't be able to find him. My eyes get (laughs) claggy. I was looking out for you, but I couldn't see my eyes got claggy. And he wants to have it off with frog spawn face. Hay fever can be cured by having loads of sex, <laughs> experts now believe. Sexperts. Research found the best way to stop the sniffles is to have a good old romp in the sack. Those who suffer from the debilitating sneezing and sore eyes, again, it's sore eyes in your penis, condition, are urged to seduce their partner more during key pollen season. Seduce. So millions of Britons <laughs> should start ramping up, this should say ramping up the romping, but it doesn't, should start ramping up their lovemaking to fend off the condition. Um, research by Tabriz Medical University in Iran... Okay. Found the key to feeling better and relieving acute hay fever symptoms revolves around having regular sex. What? The exciting news will be welcome to those suffering in the current warm weather. Max Weisberg, airborne allergen expert, said, Pollen levels are set to rise this week, so people with hay fever should be prepared to prevent the onset of unpleasant symptoms. There is also research which suggests that sex could help with the symptoms, so that may be something to consider, although there may be some practical issues around timing and locations. <laughs> However, there is probably not a more pleasant way to deal with the symptoms of hay fever. Well, that doesn't make sense. It's got the star says on page six. Let's a get bit of claritin. Stars. What's wrong with that? Sex has been identified as a potential cure for hay fever. What's the punchline? Um, roll in the hay. That's a remedy not to be sniffed at. Now... Um, there you go. I mean, that's uh, what have you got, Boyley? Oh, this thing at the suicide bridge, pet suicides in Scotland. Have Sorry? you seen this? No, I have not. Texan pastor living in Scotland has finally found a solution to Who? the mis- Texan a, a pasta. Texan pastor, pasta. Delicious. Well, I don't know that. Is that ribbon butterfly? Well, no, what do they call it? Bow tie. What's bow tie? Farfalle. Farfalle. Mm-hmm. Is that farf- no farfalle is an organ, isn't it? That's a farfisa. Um, so. 
there's a there's a Fafisa uh fa so far Fisa Farfali. What? So far Fisa Farfali. Okay. Uh, what, what are you talking about? I'm talking a, about uh, American a, pasta. A mystery surrounding Dumbartonshire's dog suicide bridge. More yeah. than a hundred dogs died after plunging more than fifty feet from Overton Bridge. Well, they're not committing suicide. They're just Since falling the 1950s. off it. They're not commit. Oh, so one one. They'd keep jumping off it. No, they don't. They, they just do. fall off. But they don't. They've obviously can see that it looks like there's there's like a floor or something, and they fall off it. No, it looks like a big bridge. I think those. I think someone's tossing those dogs off. What, since the and, 19- that's wh- and that's why they're committing suicide. Since the 1950s. Now, Pastor Bob Hill, originally from Texas, but now living near the Haunted Bridge, has come up with a credible explanation. Speaking to the New York Times, Pastor Hill said, the dogs catch the scent of mink, pine martins, or some other mammal, and then they'll jump up on the wall of the bridge, and because it's tapered, they topple over. Such is the risk to dogs in the area. Owners are advised to keep their pets on a lead to prevent them from jumping from the bridge into the gorge below. Why? What? Now, leash... Yeah, lead. No leash. leash, leash. Is that American leash? Do we we don't really say leash over here? And leash is such a, a a more such a romantic word compared to lead, lead, leash. Mm. I'm gonna um, attach you, attach a collar to you and a leash, and you will obey me. Oh, dog. Gosh. Mm. Right. I'm not like, talking to an actual dog. It's not a sex thing. I'm talking to an actual. It's actually a really old words from the old French. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. I'm going to start saying leash. I'm going to. This is going to be. What do they call it? An acquisition. When you you kind of fake something. You know, when you fake something. Not acquisition. When you affectation. Like, no. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, 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 I'm gonna have an affectation of me saying leash. It's going to start now. About what? What for? Instead of lead. That's not an affectation, because people just go, yeah, fair enough, you're saying leash. Yeah, I'm saying leash. Why? But, well, I'm affecting... What, like, leash it out? No, no, it's not replacing leave. Lead, L- lead it out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Instead of, no, but only lead in term. God, my bra- Is this conversation even happening? You're going to say, um, can you pull the... Can you wind up this microphone leash? no. Only leash when it comes to terms to, to dog leads. Oh. Carry on with the story about dogs killing themselves, for oh, crying out that, loud. That was it. He reckons they're sniffing something and jumping over and they can't see. So, <sighs> off they go. Unlucky. Well, that's evolution. Survival of the fittest. That's um, Darwin at its most uh, spectacular. That's bridge design, trumpet dog design. Well, they should put a sign up. They have. It says, keep on the leash. That's where we got that whole conversation from. Someone who needs to be kept on a leash, ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr Paul Ross. Keep that guy on a leash. On a tight leash. That's what the kind of thing they would say on radio and TV back in the day. Hey, here's someone who needs to be kept on a tight leash. It's Paul Ross. Oh, they've got a great marketing idea there for petrol. Rather than unleaded petrol, you could unleash your petrol. Unleash your petrol. For the boy racers. Is your voice going a little bit? A bit bit of a hustle? Maybe a bit, yeah. Yeah. It's been a a long old day today. Yeah, really. You know. No stuff. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Stuff. Talking. Uh, let's quickly talk to Sheila. Then we're going to find out what's on your show. Sheila, no, you, you got bonus. Not only have you got me and Catherine, you got Paul Ross as well. Morning, Sheila. Oh Jesus! Sounds underwhelmed. Hello, <laughs> hello, <laughs> hello, Sheila. I was banned. Don't sound surprised, Sheila. You phoned us. Yes, but I thought I've been banned. Why have you been, been left? What? Because oh. you broke into someone's house. Did you hear this? Yeah, I did. 
What happened? Oh, what what happened? Hey, tell Paul that I was on Telestack. On t- on what? Did you climb I was my on great? Did, with Paul Ross. did you climb my great great big glittering throbbing stack and win the golden telly? I he did, said. He said I glittering. Didn't win. I didn't win. You didn't win. Oh. We had a problem no. with that. It was, it was a very cheap TV show I did for UK Gold, and it had loads of clips and stuff. And we filmed it in I Nottingham, Sheila. I love it. I love the T-shirt. But, but the, the weird thing was, the as a prize was you won a golden telly, and it's basically a little small portable. They sprayed gold. Oh. But being done by the one of the cheapest TV companies of all time, they sprayed the bit which took the remote control signal. Oh, so no. Them works. Yeah. no. <laughs> so you're better for the T-shirt, Sheila. Lovely to talk to you again, though. Oh, Sheila, hey, Sheila, Sheila, shut up. Were any charges prepped? How did it... You broke into someone's house the other day and called us from their house. No, there were no charges. Do you know what I did? I'm scared to... You didn't murder anyone, did you? No, no I had a one because I was planning to take it back to my own house. Yes. So I drank that, fell asleep, and then the next day, because I know him, I know what he does, he goes off to Wendy's and has a breakfast at eight o'clock in the morning. Who's Wendy? So, like, is, is he is Wendy married? Is it what what? It's a cafe. So oh, he Wendy's. Goes off to Wendy. Right. Oh God. Right. Yes. He has a, so I waited till then and went out, let myself out. So you you fell asleep in a, in your neighbour's no house. Idea. You he he yes, didn't know you were there. He got up and went out and had breakfast. And once he'd gone, you snuck out. And have you told him that yes. you were in there? But if I did tell him, do you know what, Ian? He would absolutely be fine about it. That's fantastic, Sheila. Thank you so Which much. Why for your she call. hasn't told him? Absolutely. It's like bonkers. a modern Goldilocks story, that isn't it? Flipping <laughs> <laughs> man. Paul See you at Wendy's then tomorrow, Sheila. Yes. <laughs> What's on your show tonight, Paul? Uh, something very, very old and something very, very new. Um, they reckon that by the year 2030, and we've got a SpaceX button to talk about this, you'll be able to get a spaceship from London to New York in 29 minutes. Oh, okay. Partly because what you do is you go up, yeah. the Earth would spin, you'd come down, yeah. and the Earth's rotation is quicker than any speed you can travel in an airplane. There you go. Brilliant there notion. Go. And we're going to be cheering about the the largest ever Tyrannosaurus Rex now certified. They found it in Canada. It measures, it would have weighed 8.8 tonnes. Okay, and I've just pasted it out. It'll be 13 metres in length from snout to tail, which is the length of our office. Yeah. And at the hip, when it was leaning forward, as they often did when they're predating on you, it would be 4.4 metres from ground to the top of its hip. That's a big old beast. Here's the thing I didn't... I only found this out about a year ago. I just said I love... Cat's face when I meet you that luggage yeah. in the room. Oh, oh, God. Dinosaurs, right? Neither were big, but... Okay, what were dinosaurs covered with? Oh. Well, some of them had feathers, didn't they? They had feathers. Dinos- Did you know dinosaurs yeah, yeah. had feathers? Well, I bir- got- birds are the only extant dinosaurs um, after that meteor of 66 million years ago. Yeah. They're the direct descendants or offshoots of dinosaurs. The, but, but, when you, but they didn't have do- feathers in Jurassic Park. No. And they weren't all khaki either. No, I know. This is with the, I feel we've been kind of sold a pup. Well, because people thought of them as lizards. Yeah. Well, also, in my day, when you got toy dinosaurs... Yeah. They're always grey or green. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They didn't do the purple ones no. or the kind of orange lemony ones or whatever. I'm, I'm very suspicious. I don't when you think know. the colours, though, that parrots are on cockatiels yeah. and stuff in the wild, of course, dinosaurs must have been, must have been like Succadelia writ large, yeah, wasn't it, back in the day? Yeah. I don't know. I, I just think everything I've learnt at the Natural History Museum... I, when I found out that the dinosaur bones in the entrance of the Natural History Museum, they're not dinosaur bones. It's like a plaster yeah, cast plaster of it. It's fake. Yeah. You think... Well, what's the, the whole what's the, point was it was a real one? What's the point of that? <laughs> My whole life I've been going, well, and then... And bang all those great gags when dogs would seize a brontosaurus yeah, bone and yeah, run and out. The whole thing would do it. But for like, it, took, it took me about 40 years. I got to about 40 years old when I went there with my kids and actually read the plaque and went, oh, hang on, this isn't even real. 
So that's why I say boycott all museums. The <laughs> fake, fake news. I don't. I love a good. I love the the science and natural history. Anyway, thank you, Paul. That's coming up uh, uh, after one o'clock. Um, it's Thursday, so it's Friday. We've got one more show this week, which is very, very exciting. Don't forget, dear listener, podcasts are plenty. Um, best ofs. You can hear the chat with CJ from Eggheads with the me at the Frank Sidebottom exhibition. All of that stuff. If you go to iTunes or Acast or your usual podcast provider and type in Late Night Alternative, Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle, something like that, that'll pop up. Remind me to bring in that memory card. I'm going to give you the memory card when we get to the boot of my car okay. so you can put a rabbit hole up tomorrow. I mean, to everyone else, that sounds in, very weird. Yeah, you travel home in the boot of the car? Yes. That's <laughs> how it, that woman. That's how it works. Uh, we will be back tonight at 10. Stay tuned. No coming up after one. It's Paul Ross. This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Listen. Phone. Talk. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking.